time of the Bergman Sports Complex. Jim Davis along with former Mav Ray McLennan as the Colorado Mesa Mavericks, the 11th ranked Mavericks, take on Montana State Billings. It is the leadoff weekend presented by Courtyard by Marriott. Of course, the leadoff baseball dinner is tonight uh, with all the festivities of that. That's already been sold out, by the way. So you might, I don't know if Chris Hanks might let you sneak in, but probably not. But, uh, but that is tonight over at the Meyer Ballroom. But uh, the Maverick baseball team coming off the 2-2 two and two trip out to Florida. They faced Florida Southern and then split with Rollins College, who was the runner-up last year to Angelo State. Angelo State beat the Mavericks in the Super Regional before they went on, of course, to win the national championship uh, last year. So uh, for the Mavericks, uh, it's really a, a, a brand-new roster to a lot of uh, to a certain extent with uh, losing key players from last year, all RMAC players like Conrad Villaforte, Harrison Rogers, who's now matriculating at uh, Duke with an extra year. And so that Duke actually 12th ranked this year in uh, Division One baseball. They open up the season this weekend. So it's a lot of new faces. And certainly one of the youngsters making an impression last weekend was Ethan Nunez, the true freshman, got the start. Scenario. Ethan Nunez, opening day start, first college at bat, hits a triple. Well, you can't beat that. Uh, what a way to start your career out. And I, I believe uh, I heard Coach Hank say that uh, it bounced off the wall, so he thought uh, in uh, thinner air it might have gone out for a home run, but still still a good way to start. Uh, and certainly uh, we, what we hope is a, a promising career. Absolutely. So uh, Nunez, by the way, will get the start today at the DH spot for the Mavericks. Let's give the starters today first for Montana State Billings. Mavericks, by the way, all-time 17-5 and five against the Yellow Jackets. And uh, they're coached by uh, Derek Wadops in his fifth year. So their lineup today looks like this. Bodie Wright will play second base and lead things off, followed by Zach Blazik, who will be the shortstop today. The GNAC Player of the Week, Jack Naylor, is at first base. He'll bat third, clean up his Peyton Flynn playing left field today. Ryan Jeffrey will be the center fielder batting sixth with Caden Kirschenbaum playing third base and hitting sixth today. Berkeley Barnes will be in right field batting seventh. James Anderson's the DH today for the Yellow Jackets out of Montana. And Nathan May will do the catching today with Ryan Cross, the starting pitcher. He's already made one appearance. He's worked four and two-thirds innings this season as an ERA of 5.79. He's given up four hits, three runs. All three of those earned with seven strikeouts and two walks. Montana State Billings, they are one and five. And if you listen to the pregame show, uh, Chris Hanks talking about uh, Yellow Jackets taking on Chico State. Always a, a power out of the West, and Mavericks used to be in that uh, same region with them and and played them uh, really, really competitively to open up the season, though they are 1-5 right now after uh, their first six games of the season. For the Mavericks, mentioned they're 2-2 two two after the, the trip out to Florida. And for the Mavericks, Rob Sherrar, who had a sensational season last year, a guy that is proof that bides your time, you know, do the do the little things, get in the cage, put the extra time in. Eventually, you're going to get your opportunities, and Rob Sherrard got that opportunity last year for the Mavericks. Uh, outstanding season for Rob, and Rob uh, right now struggling a little bit to start things out with a, with a batting average under 100 right now, but you know it's not going to stay there for him. Too good of a hitter for that to be the case. Jonathan Gonzalez gets a start at second base for the Mavericks today with Braden Wingett playing first base and batting third. Ethan Nunez, who we referenced before, the freshman, will do the DHing today. Brent Renteria will get the start in right field. Joey Blank is the shortstop batting seventh. Paul Schoenfield is the left fielder batting seventh. And Declan Wiesner, the catcher for the Mavericks. Ethan Ezor 
will be at third base today with Liam Hohenstein, your RMAC freshman of the year last year. Hohenstein got that uh, got the win last week out in Florida. 1-0 record, 3.60 ERA, went five innings, gave up six hits, three runs, two earned, seven strikeouts, didn't walk anybody. So give up a few hits in that game, Ray, but sea uh, level, you kind of expect that. But uh, Hohenstein overall, though, pitching well last week for the Mavericks. Yeah, he sure did, and, and and you know you hope he comes out today and throws throws well. It's overcast today with the the breezes. The wind has kind of died down a little bit. It was blowing a lot harder earlier, uh, but uh, it's a cool day, so it's a, a really good day to pitch, I would think. Fifty two right now, cloudy skies, but it's fifty two. But I don't say we're not have wind chill here, but it's a little bit breezy, so it makes it feel just a just a little bit cooler than it might normally with it being fifty two degrees, but still. When you look at how uh, we have a lot of Februarys, Ray, um, this is phenomenal weather to start out uh, this uh, this four-game set with uh, Montana State Billings. Yeah, it certainly is. And I remember last year uh, this series or this, the second series, the leadoff series, I guess the second one that the Mavs played, You know, we had a lot of rain and a lot of precipitation, and they, they struggled to get that in. So I'm sure Coach Hanks is, is happy to be playing today, and I'm sure the players are happy to be playing today and playing at home as, as well. Absolutely. So Hohenstein gets the start, uh, picked up that one against Florida Southern, as I referenced, to uh, as we introduce the starting lineups today. We should introduce uh, the umpires today as well. Brandon Riley be behind home plate. Uh, Marty Rover at first base. Yep, ex-Delta ex coach, ex-Delta baseball head coach there. And Marty also uh, spends a lot of time uh, officiating basketball as well, along with umpiring baseball. And Luis Villalobos will be the third base umpire today for this one for the Mavericks and Montana State Billings as Chris Hanks and Derek Wadips, the two uh, respective coaches out there talking to that umpire crew and for Chris Hanks, I mean, what, what do you say about Chris that uh, hasn't already been said a million times, over a thousand wins, leads the uh, the Mavericks all time in that category, winning us, you know, one of the winningest D two coaches in the history of uh, that particular level of baseball, and and just continues to have uh, impressive year after impressive year, and you know, like I said, we look at some of the players he's lost the last couple of years, a, a Hayden McGeary that's matriculating through the uh, the the minor league system. Uh, you had Arison Rogers, who was such a talented shortstop for the Mavericks uh, last year, now at Duke. And Conrad Villaforte graduates. He's going to be playing with the Grand Junction Jackalopes coming up this summer. But the Mavericks and Chris Hanks and Sean McKinney, they just kind of uh, just go, okay, we're just going to we're just going to reload. And and it's a little bit, like I said, a, a little bit younger roster than we've seen the last couple of years for Chris. Of course, COVID playing a, a role in that as well. Some guys getting an extra year. Yeah, it certainly is. And, they, you know, the one thing that they've done a great job here with is they, they bring good talent in, and, and as you watch them play throughout the year, they just get better. So that, that's a tribute to, to what they do as a coaching staff and, and preparation of kids. And, and I, I, I never had the opportunity to do any recruiting, but I would think that would be a, a challenge every year. Uh, and and uh, they, they seem to do that very well, and they reload well, and I'm anxious to see how this young team plays today. So the Mavericks with the home whites, the white tops, the white pants, with the Mavroon pinstriping, with the Mavroon hats and numerals as well. And for Montana State Billings, the uh, dark blue tops, the gray pants, with the gold striping, along with the blue hats. Time for our national anthem. Thank you. 
Once again, thanks for joining us on this Thursday opening day of the home schedule for the Maverick baseball team. Jim Davis along with Ray McLennan as we get you ready for Colorado Mesa, the 11th ranked Mavericks and Montana State Billings. Mavericks defending RMAC champions, as mentioned, lost in the Super Regional to the eventual national champion, uh, Angelo State. Uh, tie to you, Ray. Tyler Boggs, Fruit of Monument Wildcat, uh, starting catcher for that Angelo State team. And and uh, certainly, uh, while, while we were wanting the Mavericks to win a national championship, it was great for, for Tyler Boggs to uh, represent locally on that team started and had a was a gold glove catcher for that uh, Angelo State team. And so nice uh, local tie in uh, high school baseball-wise with t- Tyler Boggs. Yeah, Tyler was an excellent player for us and went on and had a fabulous career there. I, I was happy to see him get that uh, championship. And, uh, you know, what a great individual and a great baseball player. So for the Yellow Jackets last year, fourth place in the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. And when 21 and 27, 12 and 18 conference record, back-to-back years where they were able to, to win 20 games. And this year they have 20 new players, along with three new coaches for uh, Derek Wadips as well on his coaching staff. So they have some high expectations in what they hope to accomplish in the GNAC this season. So uh, we'll tell you more about this uh, Yellow Jackets ball club as the afternoon progresses. But uh, for the Mavericks, once again, in the uh, coaches' preseason uh, voting for the RMAC, pick to win the conference again. Eight straight championships for the Mavericks, and and certainly while they lose some key pieces, this is a really strong pitching staff with uh, Cole Seward, uh, with Cade Nickel as well, and obviously the guy we're watching warm up right now, Ray, and Liam Hohenstein. Well, pitching is so important, as, as we always say in, in baseball. And, and, you know, that's uh, a thing that obviously the Mavericks are going to have to do. They're, their bats struggle a little bit uh, in that first four games, so... Pitching certainly keeps you in every ball game, and, and uh, we're looking for a strong performance today. All right, so the Mavericks getting ready to get things going here against Montana State Billings. As leading off is Bodie Wright for Montana State Billings. Wright hitting 474. He's starting all six games so far, and first pitch fired in there by Liam Homenstein for strike one. Nice fastball there. Uh, blew it right by him there. Didn't have a chance to catch up with it. Uh, nice for opening pitch. Here's the pitch from Hohenstein. Another one swung on a miss. Comes out with a couple of fastballs, Ray, and gets a couple of quick swinging strikes. Yeah, I noticed as he was warming up, he's got a lot of pop on his fastball. He's thrown it a lot harder than he did last year. Takes that one low and outside for a ball. And the count's one and two on Bodie Wright. Wright from Morgan, Utah. Played at Northridge High School there. Swings and hits this from the air down the right field line, and that's going to end up in the bullpen area foul down the right field line. Another fastball by Hohenstein there. He, he set up the 0-2 pitch with a nice breaking ball on the outside part of the plate and he came back inside with a good hard fastball and really tied him up with that. So 1-2 pitch coming up from Hohenstein. Righty deals and that one just misses outside. And the count moves to 2-2. Two and two. Right-handed batter at the plate, swings, hits this one in the air. Rob Sherrard takes a couple steps back, and the All-America center fielder makes the catch, and Bodie Wright is retired with a fly ball to straightaway center fielder Rob Sherrard. Nice job pitching there in that first at-bat. He, he teased him away with off-speed stuff and everything hard inside. Uh, and it, even though the ball was popped up to center field, it wasn't hit very well. 
So standing in is Zach Blazik, the shortstop for Montana State Billings, left-handed into the plate, and an off-speed pitch misses inside for ball one. Wiesner tries to frame that one up on the outside and just misses off the plate. It makes you just get a part of the play. Excuse me, it counts one and one. This one is ripped into right center field. Quickly coming over is Brent Renteria, and Renteria will field that on one hop. So a little soft liner that falls out into shallow right center field. It'll be a base hit for Blazik as Blazik on the season hitting 444. Eight hits coming in, second best on the team, and picks up his ninth hit of the campaign. Yeah, looks like a fastball. Tied him up a little bit, but he just had a little bit of bat. Uh, he was able to fist that thing in the, the right center field. So now the right-handed batter, Jack Naylor, the GNAC Player of the Week for Montana State Billings, and he takes the first pitch low for ball one. Naylor, six RBIs, eight hits, and a pair of home runs, and a quick pick move to first base by Hohenstein to Braden Wingett, and diving back is Blazik. Another pick throw to first base to wing it and diving back in is Blazik, who has yet to steal a base this season. So Mavericks aware of his speed, though, and they're trying to shorten up that lead over at first base. So I think we're having a headset problem, Ray. So I'm going to have you switch out, a, do a little uh, technical duty there and switch out that headset. And so we're having some issue with, with it not working. So the count's 2-0 and oh on Jack Naylor, right-handed hitter. Chops this one foul of the third baseline. 330 down the left field line here at Saplesio. Or excuse me, pardon my... I'm so used to Saplesio. I'm still not used to the diamond yet. 330 down the left field line here at the diamond of the Bergman Sports Complex. It's 372 to left, 390 to the alley and left center field. 400 to straightaway center field. 362 right center field and 330 down the right field line here at Saplesio. Naylor, as mentioned, GNAC Player of the Week. Swings, ground ball. Through the right side, diving for it as Gonzalez can't get to it. And they're going to have runners on the corners. Throw comes into second base as Joy Blank is there to cut it off after Brent Renteria fires it in. And so it'll be a base knock for Naylor, his 10th hit already this season for the Yellow Jackets. So he'll stop at first base. And Blazik over at third base after the base knock. So a good piece of hitting with the opposite way, Ray, and did a nice job with that. Oops. Well, uh, we're just trying to get some technical things figured out here. As we're trying to... uh, So it's going to be a ground out, but it's going to be a productive ground out by... Peyton Flynn as he grounds out, but that's going to bring in the uh, can bring in Blaznik from third base to score the first run of the game. So I think we're getting some things figured out here. We've had a few um, a few technical difficulties, so we're trying to fix some of these things on the fly. So, with Flynn grounding out, 
can lead to Ryan Jeffrey, the center fielder. First pitch swinging, fouls it off the left and out of play. One-nothing lead for Montana State Billings on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard. Takes that pitch outside. Wiesner pops out of his crouch and counts a ball and two strikes. So far this season, Ryan Jeffrey with a 250 batting average for the left-handed batter. Takes it low and away for a ball. And it's deuces wild on the scoreboard. Two balls, two strikes, two outs with a one nothing lead for Montana State Billings here in the top of the first. This one's hit foul off the left out of play. Another good strong fastball there by, by Hohenstein. So Hohenstein working out of the stretch. And this one's going to be fouled straight back. This is, as mentioned, Ryan Jeffrey at the plate. And Jeffrey fouls it straight back. Count stays at two balls and two strikes on him. And that one's fouled off the screen behind the first base dugout. Count stays at two balls, two strikes, and two outs on Ryan Jeffrey. Excellent at-bat here by Ryan Jeffrey as he battles to stay in the count. Here's the pitch from Hohenstein. High chop to first base. Coming in is first baseman Braden Wingett, and he'll make the play on the tags a runner going to first base, and that will end the inning. So they end up stranding a runner, but they score a run as... Peyton Flynn's productive out brings in Brian Zach Blosnick over from third base to score the first run of the game. It's Montana State Billings 1, Colorado Mesa Mavericks nothing on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard. We'll take a break. We'll come back with the bottom half of the first. Mavericks coming to bat. This is CMU Baseball on the team presented by Ken Richard State Farm. Get a quote from Ken by calling 243-1000. Do you have electrical issues? No problem, because Barnes Electric is on the job for you. Whether it's wiring a new addition to your house, improving the wiring in your home like they did for me, or upgrading your business, call the professionals of Barnes Electric at 242-6473. Barnes Electric is a proud sponsor of high school youth and Colorado Mesa Sports in the Grand Valley, and they want to wish the best of luck to all of our dedicated student-athletes. Barnes Electric, 2811 Riverside Parkway in Grand Junction. Give them a call, 242-6473. I love shopping at True Value. Their customer service is unlike anything you're going to find anywhere else. If you don't know what the fix is, the folks at True Value, they do. Home and garden, hardware, tools, paint supplies, kitchen items, lawn and garden. My best visit there in one stop. I fixed my car, I fixed my house, and I fixed my dinner. You cannot beat the locally owned service that you're going to get. True Value on Orchard Mesa and 12th and Orchard. Welcome back to the Diamond of the Bergman Sports Complex. Jim Davis along with Ray McLennan. As we head to the bottom of the first, 
Mavericks trail at one to nothing as Rob Sherrar will lead things off for the 11th ranked Mavericks. So Rob Sherrar, the All-American. Should mention that Peyton Flynn last inning flew out to center field. We were trying to fix the headset, so we were a little uh, distracted with technical duties. At that moment, first pitch is a ball from Ryan Cross, who has made one appearance this season, four and two-thirds innings. And Sherrar hits a hot shot ground ball and one hop fielded by Jack Naylor, the first baseman. And Naylor will step on the bag as Rob Sherrar off to a, a little bit of a difficult start, hitting uh, under 100, 067 so far with uh, just the one hit. And Rob did a good job of pulling the ball that time, Ray, but uh, unfortunately hit it right to the first baseman, Naylor. Yeah, he did. Uh, crisp ground ball there. Uh, first baseman was playing kind of over, shaded, shaded towards the line and fielded pretty easily, but a well-hit ball. Here's Jonathan Gonzalez. First pitch swinging, knocked down deep in the hole by the shortstop. Gets up, long throw. Not in time because Gonzalez runs well, and he'll leg out an infield hit. That was pretty good play by the shortstop. Zach Blosnick had to go deep in the hole, Ray, and came up firing and made that a close play, but a good head-first dive into first base on the slide. Gets Jonathan Gonzalez in, and so Gonzalez, who's currently hitting 375, using the speed to get an infield hit. And for Jonathan, that's his seventh hit of the season. Yeah, it's certainly a good play both ways around there. Uh, the shortstop did a nice job getting up and making a strong throw, but uh, Jonathan Gonzalez is just too fast for him. First pitch taken for a strike by Braden Wingett. Braden hitting 375 on the season for the Mavericks. First part of the Mavericks lineup from last year. That's an off-speed pitch from the left-hander that misses way outside of the zone to the right-handed hitting Braden Wingett. With the left-handed pitcher, uh, Ryan Cross, on the mound there, he's going to obviously uh, keep that runner a little bit closer to first base as you see his lead shorten up a little bit there. They'll hold the runner at first base. Here's the pitch from Cross on a 1-1 pitch. This is going to be looped into center field for a base hit, so Braden Wingett hits that one out to straightaway center field as Ryan Jeffrey quickly gets it back in. Might have got the hand a little bit, but... Uh, Falls in front of the center fielder for a base hit. Gonzalez motors over to second base. The Mavericks have a little something going here, Ray, with back-to-back base hits, an infield hit for Gonzalez, and then wing it with a soft single out to center field. Yeah, they sure do. And uh, for Jonathan Gonzalez, they're running. The ball kind of hung up there. The center fielder, you could tell it from this angle it was going to drop, but kind of hard for him to see that as it went. So he, he kind of froze a little bit, hesitated a little bit, and that's why he didn't end up on third base. So there's Ethan Nunez. We talked about his first collegiate at bat was a triple against Florida Southern breaking ball. That's a nice-looking yacker from Ryan Cross for a strike. one nothing lead for Montana State Billings, but the Mavericks threatening with one-out runners at first and second. Nunez right-handed hitting shortstop. DHing today for the Mavericks. That one jammed him up, and he fists it up the first baseline where Cross will pick it up and flip the ball back into his catcher, Nathan May. Both pitches to Nunez have been inside. Uh, that one was, the first one was a breaking ball. That one looked like it had a little slider type, but they're trying to get in on his hands. You can see that uh, for Nunez, he kind of crowds the plate anyway, so maybe that's what their approach there. Nunez, 6'4", 185 from Chino Hills, California. And Cross 
Bluffs the throw to second base to chase Gonzalez back to the bag. Nunez with a couple of runs scored. He's got a couple of hits in that triple, as we referenced, and two RBIs to his credit so far this season. Pitch is down around the ankles, misses off speed, low and inside, and counts one and two. Try to get him to chase one down around the shoe tops, Ray, and good discipline by the freshman. Yeah, it sure was. A pretty good pitch there, curveball about the knees, kind of just uh, fell off the table there as it got closer to the plate. Cross sets up out of the stretch, third base side of the rubber. Ball goes off the glove of his catcher. I got him a little crossed up potentially, and that doesn't go far enough for Gonzalez to advance. Yeah, it looked like Ryan Cross missed his spot there. Catcher was set up inside again, and that ball was what was outside. On looked like he was shoot, shoot for that outside part of the plate. Uh, certainly missed his spot. Cross gets a sign from Nathan May as catcher. Here's the pitch. Misses outside. Fastball drifts out of the zone, and now it's a full count, 3-2. And so the freshman, a ball away from loading up the bases for the Mavericks and for Brett Renteria. Cross will check first again, and the freshman swings and hits it off the handle back toward the screen. I wondered how aggressive CMU would be there, and they start their runners on the pitch. Uh, uh, looks like they were kind of careful there at first base. Uh, uh, Braden Wingett uh, took, had a kind of a delay, but uh, I thought Jonathan Gonzalez got a great jump from second base. We'll see if they start him up again. Cross looks in to get the sign from May. Checks second again. Gonzalez breaks off the bag. Both runners take off with two strikes, and it'll be ball four. So Nunez works a base on balls off Ryan Cross, Gonzalez moves to third, wing it to second, and now it's Joey Blank, the shortstop. Excellent at-bat there by Nunez to take basically an 0-2 count and turn it into a walk to load the bases, uh, give CMU a chance to get back in this game and tie it up, or even better, take the lead. So here's Brent Renteria for the Mavericks, sitting 400. Got a couple of hits so far. Boy, he took a big hack at that first pitch as Cross delivers, and... Just a little tardy on the swing. Maybe it's a little off-speed pitch that caught Renteria a little bit off guard. Yeah, it looked like he had visions of a, a big hit there. Took a big hack at that at that pitch. Swings. It's a high chopper over the head of the third baseman. That's going to bring in one run. That's going to bring in two runs to the Mavericks. Left fielder Peyton Flynn gets there back to his third baseman with the quick throw back into the infield, but not before Brent Renteria with a big old... Chopper over the head of the third baseman, Caden Kirschenbaum. That bounces out into left field, brings in two runs for the Mavericks. And Renteria drives in a couple runs for the Mavericks. And quickly, the 11th-ranked CMU Mavericks are on top 2-1. to one. Well, he, he bounced it right off the dirt there. And, and uh, springtime dirt, uh, you wouldn't think it'd be as compacted as it was. That took a kangaroo hop over the third baseman's head. Uh, one hop off the, the dirt and then onto the, onto the outfield grass. That was kind of a wild play. Well, Baltimore Chop or whatever, Boston Chop. Baltimore Chop, yeah. Yeah. And usually see that, like you said, when it's later in, in the, the spring or in the summer and the, and the conditions are drier and not when the field is softer, but it took a big old hop. He'll play a little bit harder than maybe normally would this time of the year. Yeah, I would think so. Joey Blank. 
First pitch, a ball to him. Takes that one for a strike. And the count's one and one. Nice to see CMU answer that first run there for Montana State to take that 2-1 lead. Uh, see how aggressive they want to be in this at-bat here with their runners. Joey Blank, the freshman, hitting 429. Right-handed hitter at the plate against the lefty Ryan Cross. Curveball swings and hits it the opposite way. Foul down the right field line. For Blank there, looked like he was just a little bit behind it. Uh, timing is so important uh, in hitting a baseball. And, and, you know, as a hitter in the, early in the season, sometimes it's hard to get that. Uh, Kind of like the way it looked there. He looked like he recognized it, but he just didn't time it up right. Joey from Oak Park, California. Here's Cross's pitch. Ground ball back up the middle. Second baseman, Bodie Wright, steps on the bag and then throws on to first base as they get the double play. So Joey Blank hits into a 4-6-3 double play, but the Mavericks are able to get two runs driven in thanks to Brett Renteria's big Baltimore chop, the big... Chopper over the head of the third baseman, Caden Kirschenbaum, and the Mavericks, after giving up a run on the top of the first, bottom half of the frame, they respond with two runs to lead it 2-1 to one over Montana State Billings on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard. Top of the second coming up next. You're listening to Maverick Baseball and the team, presented by Ken Richards State Farm. Get a quote from Ken by calling 243-1000. Here with Eyewitness News. Every election year, there's a lot of talk about term limits. Throw the rascals out, some say. Regardless of politics, there's one place where term limits are a necessity. Your septic tank. After four years of hard duty, it's time to call Goodwin Septic Tank Service. Those famous trucks with the skunk logo represent all that's good about America. They'll give you a fresh start and help maintain your approval rating in the neighborhood. Don't let your system exceed its term limit. Call Goodwin Septic Tank Service at 243-2783. Goodwin's is the way to go. Presto Changeo! 2% is now 100% with the Visa Signature Card from Credit Union of Colorado. You get 2% cash back on every purchase and they'll waive the annual fee the first year. They'll even pull a $200 bonus out of a hat after you spend $2,500. Zero tricks, no gimmicks. I'm no mathemagician, but that sounds like fancy cape money. Apply today at cuofco.org slash signature. Team CMU Sports Network, your home for Colorado Mesa sports. Welcome back to the Diamond of the Bergman Sports Complex. Jim Davis along with former Mav Ray McLennan is Caden Kirschenbaum will lead things off the third baseman who had that big chop from Brent Renteria go over his head for two RBIs. First pitch of ball, that's a fastball for a strike and it counts one and one. Interesting to see how the Mavericks are playing this. Uh, they've got him shaded to pull as a right-handed hitter. Second baseman's almost... Ground ball back up the middle, hits off the mound, bounces off the glove, though. Jonathan Gonzalez, as he ranged toward the front of the bag at second, had to come a little bit away, come a long ways for that one, but it hits off, looked like maybe the heel of his glove. And But we'll see. Jonathan looked like a play, though, that he would normally make, but that one took a nasty hop off his glove. Yeah, sometimes when the, when they shift, I've always thought that it's harder on infielders because they, they see balls come off at a little different angle than what they're used to, and that kind of looked like the case there. Kirschenbaum, who's hitting 091, gets the hit. So they will rule that a base hit, and Gonzalez did have to come a ways to make that play in front of the bag at second. So here's Berkeley Barnes, the right fielder. Right-handed hitter, takes it low for ball two, and... That one down around his shoelaces. 
And Hohenstein trying to induce the ground ball here to get that double play set up. And like Kirschenbaum hitting 091 right now for the Yellow Jackets. Swings and drives this one toward left center field. Ranging over as left fielder, Paul Schoenfeld makes the play. Good job of tracking the baseball by Paul toward the alley and good communication with Rob Sherrars. Schoenfeld makes the play and the runner holds at first base in Kirschenbaum. Yeah, Schoenfeld went a long ways to catch that ball. Got a good jump on it right off the bat. Uh, an excellent line straight to the ball and then uh, made, made the catch and kept the runner at first base. So now it's James Anderson who's hitting 200 on the season. He's got three hits. Anderson from Corvallis, Oregon. Was at Western Oregon and then Skagit Valley College before coming to Montana State Billings. Quick pick throw over to first base to wing it and Hohenstein just trying to shorten up that lead of Caden Kirschenbaum, who does not have a stolen base this season, has not attempted a stolen base yet for the one in five Yellow Jackets. Breaking ball swung on a missed by Anderson, the right-handed DH, and counts 0-1 on him. Hohenstein, Armac freshman of the year last year for the Mavericks. And that pitch is low and away to the right-handed hitting DH. And ball and a strike. Jeff Rogers does such a great job, whether it's been an Andrew Morris or a J.R. McDermott or you go through the, the list of guys over the years that have pitched with Jeff Rogers here as a Mavericks pitching coach. Yeah, he certainly does. Kyle Leahy is in the Cardinals organization. That pitch taken for a ball. It's 2-1. and one. Yeah, Coach Rogers does a, does a great job preparing the pitchers. And, and uh, you know, I... I mentioned earlier how they seem to get better as the year goes on. They're, they, uh, they had a good start last week and, and looking to build on that to this week. Pitches in the dirt, knocked down by Declan Wiesner, the former Walter State, Tennessee player that played in the Junior College World Series a couple of years ago over at Sam Saplesio Field. 3-1 pitch, chop foul down the third baseline and out of play. So stays alive with a Actually, excuse me, it's 3-1, so 3-2 can decide to go with the green light on that 3-1 and was up there being aggressive at the plate with the hitter's count in his favor. Hohenstein out of the stretch. Going to be ball four and just missed off the plate, and so Anderson picks up the base on balls, and that'll move Kirschenbaum to second base. Went with a breaking ball there and just didn't catch enough of the plate with it. Uh... After he hit that, uh, chopped that ball foul down the third baseline, I, th I think he's trying to set him up to maybe strike him out there uh, with an outside curveball. Just didn't work out. It's the catcher Nathan May off to a good start. Started in three games. He's hitting 429 right now with three hits. And hits this one into center field. A little bleeder that's going to fall in for a base knock. And the Yellow Jackets going to respond by having the bases loaded here as, the, as Rob Sherrard quickly gets that back in. And that was just a. Uh, Oh, Texas leaguer that falls into center field for a base hit for Nathan May. It sure was, and Hohenstein uh, made a great pitch there, got it in on his hands. Uh, looked like it was right off his fist the way he hit it, and it just kept carrying there. I thought when it was first hit, our, the shortstop uh, was going to, Blanc was going to have a shot at it, but it, it just kept carrying. So back to the top of the order, Bodie Wright, who flew out to center field to Rob Sherrar and takes the first pitch for ball one from Hohenstein. Gets a sign from Wiesner. Delivers the pitch and misses low down around the shoe tops of Bodie Wright. 
as a pitcher here, you don't want to fall behind 2-0. and That uh, that puts you in kind of a bind here as Coach Rogers comes out to talk to him. Yeah, the aforementioned longtime Maverick pitching coach, Jeff Rogers, going out to talk to Liam Hohenstein. After such a crisp first inning, even though he gave up a run, uh, looks like he's having some control problems here in the second inning. Uh, sometimes you wonder, as a, a pitcher, the adrenaline of that first first inning, as it wears off, you know, how does he settle into the ball game? And had a couple bad breaks here, but uh, let's see if he can make a pitch here and get out of it. Jeff Rogers in his 31st year as the Mavericks pitching coach. Spent time after his playing days in college at the Montreal Expos organization. So the conversation quickly breaks up. And right with a 2-0 count, bases loaded, one out. And Hohenstein delivers and misses with a pitch off the plate to the right-handed hitter. Looked like he tried to overthrow that fastball a little bit. Uh, It uh, ended up carrying outside. Comes inside after trying to work the outside, and it's going to walk him, and it's going to be a bases-loaded walk. Give Bodie Wright an RBI, and jogging in is Caden Kirschenbaum to make it a 2-2 baseball game. Yeah, certainly not the way Hohenstein wanted to pitch that one. Uh, we'll see if he can rebound here and come at, come after Blazek uh, with a good pitch here. Would, Zach Blazek with a single and a run scored back in the first. I would think it would be difficult to turn double plays with these first two Montana State hitters as they're pretty fast, but maybe not. Swings and hits this one high in the air. Left fielder Schoenfeld is going to camp under it, makes the catch throw to third base and the tag attempt did they get him yes he did as ethan ezork really good throw from schoenfeld and he's going to throw him out at third base so it was a deep drive by blosnick but a heck of a throw by paul schoenfeld as the run will score so give blosnick a sacrifice fly but the put out goes Seven to five, Schoenfeld Ezor, as they were able to throw out the runner heading into into third base. Nathan May, as they were able to, to retire him there. But uh, he said Blazik gets a sacrifice fly, and Montana State Billings has a three to two lead over the eleventh ranked Colorado Mesa Mavericks as we head to the bottom half of the second. Montana State Billings three, Mesa two. We'll take a break. We'll come back with more Maverick baseball. On the team, CMU Sports Network, presented by Ken Richards State Farm. Get a quote from Ken by going to CoverMeKen.com. Next time you need a prescription filled, wouldn't it be nice to walk into your pharmacy and be greeted like a friend, to be taken care of by people who know you by name and care about meeting your needs? That's what you get at Palisade Pharmacy. The folks at Palisade Pharmacy haven't forgotten the importance of old-fashioned hometown service by friendly people who know their business. With great prices, immunizing and diabetic clinic, as well as accepting all third-party insurance, so you get help, not hassles. Palisade Pharmacy, 707 Alberta in Palisade. Call 464-5668. The Holiday Inn in Suites Grand Junction Airport is a proud supporter of CMU Athletics. From overnight lodging to meetings and special events, they're ready to meet your needs. Their grand ballroom can accommodate up to 100 people, and it's never too early to plan your company Christmas party. Call 970-623-4346 to book your event or schedule a tour. And be sure to visit the Grand Valley Bar and Grill after the game. Enjoy great food and drink specials when you bring your ticket stub. The Holiday Inn and Suites Grand Junction Airport, 2751 Crossroads Boulevard. 
This is Colorado Mesa Baseball on the Team CMU Sports Network. Back at the Diamond of the Bourbon Sports Complex, Jim Davis along with Ray McClennan. Montana State Billings leads it 3-2 to two and make a big play in the field. Usually come up next, and Paul Schoenfeld did that, certainly with that big throw to Ethan Ezor. Ezor kind of faked the runner out a little bit, didn't he, on that play? He did, yeah. That was an interesting setup. He, he was set up to take the throw uh, to home plate uh, as a relay guy, and then the throw didn't go that way, and he, he I don't know if they set that play up on purpose or not, but... Uh, he faked the runner out going from second to third and, and uh, thought he had a free base, and then there he was, there was and the ball was there too. Schoenfeld's going to lay down a bunt up the third baseline, barehanded grab by Kirschenbaum, and he can't grab the baseball with the bare hand and make the play. Squirts out of his hand and saw Paul Schoenfeld, who started in all four games this season, into first base safely. Yeah, excellent bunt there. He... Bit of a do-or-die play for, for Kirschenbaum. He kind of had to make that play Ray with that bare hand and just couldn't couldn't make the play. It'll be an infield hit. No, he caught him playing. He caught Kirschenbaum playing back, and, and because of that, uh, there was a lot of space there for him to drop that bunt. To hold the runner at first base with Naylor, and now it's Declan Wiesner, the catcher. And the first pitch is a strike to Declan, who's hitting, who's yet to get a hit this season. 0 for 5 coming in. Cross will check first and now goes over there and back in standing up as Schoenfeld. And I would think that uh, CMU wanted to probably have him see a move there so they can see what he's got. Didn't show that his best move. Uh, probably got a better one. Uh, Schoenfeld's one for one in stolen bases. Takes off here. Throw by the catcher down to second base. Not in time as Bodie Wright, the second baseman, feel that in front of the bag. But great jump by Paul Schoenfeld. Like you said, Ray, getting a look at that that first move from Ryan Cross and then took advantage with a really good jump by Paul Schoenfeld with the second stolen base of the season. And I thought Cross might pick there again, but uh, obviously Schoenfeld was uh, better uh, in tune to what he was about to do and, and uh, certainly got a great jump and easily stolen base. 3-2 lead for Montana State Billings over Colorado Mesa. Yellow Jackets come in 1-5. The Mavericks ranked 11th in the nation in D2 baseball, 2-2. Two and two. After that trip to Florida, Weezer swings and hits this one foul off the screen. Down there, they have the the screens, the L screens in the kind of the bullpen area down the right field line. It bounced off of one of those, but a good idea by Weezer trying to go the opposite way. Yeah, just fighting to stay alive, trying to put the ball on the right side of the infield so he can get that runner to third base. Curveball, good-looking pitch from Ryan Cross, but a little bit low in the zone and. Wiesner with a one-ball, two-strike count. Yeah, for Montana State, I think they thought that was strike three. So a uh, good good look at that pitch and a, kind of a break for CMU. Declan, Colorado kid from Castle Rock. As mentioned, he was a senator at Walter State, Tennessee. Cross-pick move. Turns and fires back to second base. And Schoenfeld is quickly back to the bag as Bodie Wright, second baseman, taking that that throw on the pick move. 3-2 lead for Montana State Billings. We're in the bottom half of the second. Mavericks at the plate threatening with a runner at second. Wiesner chops that one foul. Might have got it. Looked like he got him on the instep a little bit. And Declan will walk that off. Good job of fighting off that pitch. That was the same uh, spot, same curveball that uh, on that 0-2 pitch that he took for a ball. 
They came right back to it. This time he, he swings and fouls it off to stay alive. One ball, two strike count on Wiesner. Maverick catcher, eight-hole hitter. Swings, hits this one in the air toward left center field, and a good job of tracking the ball. Ryan Jeffrey, the center fielder, rode, read that off the bat really well, got a good jump on it, Ray, and makes a running catch in the alley in left center field to Rob Wiesner of what potentially could have been a base hit, but uh, good job by the center fielder for the Yellow Jackets. Yeah, it certainly was. It was a nice catch out there. Good job by the CMU base runner Schoenfeld, too, there. He, he was about two-thirds of the way to third base, so if that ball would have fallen, I think he'd have had a chance to score and then uh, used his speed to get back in time. Mavericks third baseman Ethan Ezor at the plate, hitting 250. Breaking ball, well, that got away from Ryan Cross as it took Nathan May out of his crouch all the way into the left-handed hitter's box. Lucky that May was able to flag that one down. That would have got Schoenfeld over to third base. Yeah, it certainly was. A good, good athletic catcher back there for Montana State. May sets the target, cross-check second, pitches inside, down around the stirrups, the knee area of Ethan Ezor. Ethan, with four bats, he scored a run. He's picked up a hit, but that hit was an extra base hit. It was a double. Yeah, this would be a big uh, production here for CMU if they can get the nine-hole guy to, to either move the runner over or possibly knock him in. Here's the pitch from Cross. Breaking ball in for a strike. Working the inner half. That was good location by Montana State Billings starter Ryan Cross. And now it's a two-ball, one-strike count on Ezor from Dana Hills, California. One of the many new starters for Chris Hanks this season. High chop, shortstop, deep in the hole, long throw. Ezor is going to dive in head first and going to be safe at first base. Once again, Blaznik had to go deep in the hole, ranging to his right, set and made a, a strong throw, but Ethan Ezor coming hard out of the box, able to get an infield hit, and that will allow Schoenfeld to advance over to third base. Yeah, and a good job there by, uh, by Schoenfeld to get to the third base there. The minute he recognized the third baseman was going after that ball and vacated the base, uh, he, was, he was on his way to third, and a really nice play there by Blazak, but uh, just too much... Too far in the hole there. He's got good range there as a shortstop. Yeah, very impressive by Zach Blazik. And scoring to bunt is Rob Sherrar. Rob hit that hot shot ground ball to the first baseman, Jack Naylor, who retired Rob unassisted. Looked like a safety squeeze there. If the, the batter's able to get the ball down, then the runner will go ahead and tries to score. But since he didn't... Uh, Runners on the corner. Sherrar, ground ball to the second baseman. Bobbles it. It's going to throw to first base. Not in time. And that's going to bring the run in. As Paul Schoenfeld comes in to score from third base. Bodie Wright wasn't sure what he wanted to do. He was thinking about, I'm going to throw it to second base, and then realized, I'm not, I don't have a play there. I need to throw to first base. And he bobbled it. It kicked out of his glove as he on the transfer, and then by the time he got it back, he made a throw in the dirt. Fortunately for the Yellow Jackets, Jack Naylor was able to dig it out of the dirt to keep it from getting away from him, but Bodie Wright, a moment of indecision, pays off for the Mavericks as the game is tied up as Schoenfeld comes in to score. Yeah, Wright was so far as the second baseman towards first base, and then the, the ground ball took him even closer. He ended up about 20 feet from the first baseman. Uh, was going to turn and make that long throw to second, changed his mind, but the ball popped out of his glove, as you said, on the transfer. And then as he recovered, he threw wild to first. So right charged with an error. Mavericks get it tied up 
at three to three, and Ezor at second, Sharar at first, Jonathan Gonzalez first pitch a strike to Jonathan, who singled and scored in the first. Came in on the uh, Brett Renteria big chop to third base. They brought in two runs. That pitches in the dirt gets away from May, and the runners move up ninety feet. Yeah, I don't know if he crossed up the, the the pitcher crossed up the catcher there or what. Uh, it looked like the catcher uh, tipped off his glove, but it looked like he was reaching for something that wasn't there, and then uh, had to kind of stab back. So, yep, they're talking about it here. I bet you they messed the signs up there. Nathan May goes out halfway to talk to Ryan Cross, his starting pitcher. Cross right now, five hits, three runs. Jet to strike out a Maverick. He's walked one so far. One of the things that's been impressive uh, so far today, I know we've only seen uh, the Mavericks in the first two innings here, but their ability to score runs off of, uh, you know, not traditional line drives, home runs, things like that. They're, they're really doing a good job of, of taking advantage of the situation they have. Cross delivers, misses low. It's two balls and a strike. And that's one of the things that Chris Hanks really wanted to do with, the, with Hayden McGeary leaving after he was going to go to Kentucky and then ended up getting drafted, was a more flexible offense, if you will. That pitch swung on and missed by Jonathan Gonzalez. Remember last year, Rob Sherrard, the home run in the fifth inning against St. Edwards, the Mavericks had 100 home runs and 100 stolen bases in a season. So they still had plenty of pop last year, but they could also score in a variety of ways. Ground ball, laced through the left side, diving for his Blasnik. He can't get to it. It's one of the few he has not been able to get to today. Throw comes in. It's cut off near the mound. Throw to second base. Not in time. And so Ezor comes in to score. And Rob Sherrar stops over at third base. Gonzalez with a single and then advances to second base on the throw. Good, good hustle by Gonzalez. I... The, the throw was cut off by the third baseman, but he cut it off so close to the pitcher's mound that he made that such a long throw to second base uh, that, that made it a difficult play for to get the out there, and Gonzalez was able to, to speed his way into second base. So one out and a breaking ball, the first offering from Ryan Cross to Braden Wingett. And a little bit of stretching and stirring down the right field line in the Montana State Billings bullpen. Cross with a breaking ball, a little check swing that's going to trickle foul over toward the on-deck circle, picked up by the freshman DH, Ethan Nunez. Mavericks up 4-3. to three. They've out-hit Montana State Billings by 2, 6-4. to four. Runners at second and third for the Mavericks. Jim Davis along with Ray McClennan. Thanks for listening on the Team CMU Sports Network. Pitch up in the zone, swung at it, missed by Winget, and he'll be a strikeout victim. The first strikeout of the day for Ryan Cross. But also, those watching and listening on the RMAC Network, we appreciate that as well. Like former Mav Joe White, your your old teammate. Good to hear from Joe. Joe's like, Ray's mic's not working. We appreciate that. Yeah, Joe, sure. we, need the, we need the technical We need the technical advice. We were try, trying to figure out what was wrong with your with your headset. First pitch is a ball to Ethan Nunez. Even from all that distance, Joe's taking care of me. That's right. He's always had your back. That he has. 1-0 pitch coming up to Nunez. Right-handed hitter at the plate. And that's going to be low and away. And the count moves to 2-0. Mavericks up 4-3. to 
We're in the bottom half of the second, the leadoff weekend with the dinner, of course, later on tonight over at the University Center. Nunez, a freshman, good discipline on a pitch on the inner half, takes it inside for ball three. With first base open, they're uh, really pitching Nunez carefully here. I I'm, I'm, would be surprised if this, this may be a strike, but uh, I'd be surprised if they throw a good pitch on the next one. 3-0 pitch. Takes all the way for ball four. Four straight balls issued by Ryan Cross. And so the bases are loaded for Brent Renteria, who's already off to a nice start today offensively. The big chop over third base that brought in two runs back in the first. Yep, and here he is in the very next inning with runners in scoring position again. Can he take advantage for a second straight at bat? Sherrar at third. And comes in with a off-speed pitch for strike one. Look maybe like a slider potentially. Yeah, it was a harder pitch uh, on the inside part of the plate. Uh, just like Nunez, uh, Renteria is right on top of the plate as well as a right-handed hitter. Sherrar at third, Gonzalez at second base. Check swing by Renteria. Did he go around? They'll check down to first. And no, he did not. Held a swing. It's a ball and a strike. Nathan Nunez at first base for the Mavericks. They lead it 4-3. to three. The 11th-ranked Carbona Mesa Mavericks and head coach Chris Hanks. Swung on and a hot shot ground ball. Snared by the third baseman. He'll race over the bag and step on it and get the out at third base. That was a heck of a play by Caden Kirschenbaum because that was a rocket off the bat of Brent Renteria. He pulled it sharply down the third baseline and Kirschenbaum diving for it on the foul line able to get to the bag to get the force out on the runner, Gonzalez, at third base. So a heck of a play by Caden Kirschenbaum. That saves, Ray, one, if not maybe two runs on a, a ball really well struck by Brent Renteria. Yeah, it certainly, certainly was. Yeah, he was playing kind of shaded the line anyway, then dives to his right, makes a fantastic play, and then it's a race. Uh, can, can he beat Gonzalez to the bag? And he just did. So the Mavericks end up leaving the bases loaded. They score two more runs, and Cabrera Mesa... Leads Montana State Billings 4-3 to three on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center score, scoreboard as we head to the top of the third. You're listening to Maverick Baseball and the team. CMU Sports Network presented by Ken Richards State Farm. Get a quote from Ken by calling 243-1000. Grand Valley Bank can help you prevent your accounts from being taken over by a scammer. Don't share login information with anyone, including loved ones. Keep passwords strong and regularly updated. Don't give remote access to your computer. Confirm email links and attachments with the sender before opening. At Grand Valley Bank, we actively work to protect our customers and communities against fraud. That's people banking with people. Visit GrandValleyBank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hello, Colorado. At Discovery Auto Group, luxury and quality can truly come at any price. In fact, a good portion of our inventory is under 35000 No matter what your daily driver, every make, every model, we carefully source, regardless of price, comes certified pre-owned with a 10-year, 200,000-mile warranty. With a large variety of inventory, we have financing to match. Working closely with local credit unions and national banks, we give you the freedom to choose what is best for you and your family. We also offer commercial financing for businesses. Discovery Auto Group is luxury and quality. Visit us today and see for yourself. Mav fans dig the long ball. CMU Baseball on Colorado's sports leader, the team. 
pitches. Lynn Holmstein able to retire the red-hot Jack Naylor with a ground out to second base as Jonathan Gonzalez throws on to Braden Wingen at first base to get the first out here in the top of the third inning. Colorado Mesa leads Montana State Billings 4-3. to three. And now it's Peyton Flynn who flew out to center field to Rob Sherrar. And start of the hands forward was able to hold up the swing, check his swing on that, and it's a 1-0 count. Curveball by Hohenstein in for a strike. That was a good-looking breaking ball from Liam. Hohenstein fires and misses up above the lettering of Peyton Flynn, left fielder for Montana State Billings. He's from Kennewick, Washington. He's a Washington State transfer. Two balls and two strikes. That one is in there for Hohenstein. Hohenstein's tempo, tempo seems to be a little faster this inning. He's working a lot quicker. Breaking ball. Swung on a miss, and he gets the strikeout on Peyton Flynn. Yeah, it looks like, yeah, Liam's starting to settle in a little bit here, and maybe that previous conversation with Jeff Rogers helped to, to refocus a little bit. Well, he labored a little bit that last inning, and, and part of the problem, he just didn't seem to have any tempo or rhythm, so maybe Coach Rogers said speed things up and get the ball and pitch it. Ryan Jeffrey, first pitch swinging, is going to lift this one in the air. First baseman, Braden Wingen on the infield dirt, is going to camp under it and make the play to get the out on the pop-up on the infield. So that's the kind of inning that Chris Anks, Skip, and Jeff Rogers were hoping for for their freshman of the year, Liam Hohenstein, as it's a three-up, three-down inning, the Mavericks retire the Yellow Jackets in order here in the top of the third. We'll go to the bottom of the third. Colorado Mesa, four. Montana State Billings, three. You're listening to Maverick Baseball and the team CMU Sports Network. Presented by Ken Richards State Farm. Get a quote from Ken by going to CoverMeKen.com. Shop Big O Tires January 15th to February 19th and get up to $160 in tire rebates on select sets of four Michelin tires. Plus, get free basic installation now until February 19th. Valued at up to $110. Only at Big O Tires, the team you trust. Not valid with other offers. Disposal fees and shop fees extra. Void where prohibited. See rebate form for details. Additional retailer offer advertised within is independent from the manufacturer's offer. Your insurance coverage is important. Do you want someone who knows a thing or two? Or do you want an expert who knows all aspects of the insurance business? Hi, this is Adam with Bird Family Insurance. We know what's out there, and we have a number of different carriers and options available, so we can make sure you have the right coverage and save you money. Come talk with us or visit our website and see how much we really do know. Bird Family Insurance on the corner of 2nd and Grand or online at birdfamilyinsurance.com. Team CMU Sports Network, your home for Colorado Mesa sports. Go to the bottom of the third. Joey Blank will lead things off for the Colorado Mesa Mavericks. We lead it 4-3 to three over Montana State Billings. Blank hit into a 4-6-3 double play back in the first. First pitch a ball to Blank. Freshman shortstop for the Mavericks. Cross continues on for Montana State Billings, and that's a breaking ball for a strike. It's one and one. Cutter on Mesa looking to win its 12th straight Armac title. Takes that pitch low for a ball. It's two and one. 
Think about this race. Since 2009, the Mavericks have won nearly 82% of their games against the RMAC. Wow, that's really impressive. Of course, this is not a conference game, but still impressive number conference-wise. Ball hit to the shortstop. Blazic throws on to first base. He was he spun as the he kind of made a little pirouette out at shortstop and then throws on to first base. Blazic's had some nice plays at shortstop today, and he's able to throw out Joey Blank, who runs pretty well at first base. Yeah, he sure has. He looked very athletic there, uh, went to his left, uh, actually tipped the ball up uh, from the heel of his glove. It was in the air. He picked it out of the air with his bare hand and as he was turning and then fired a strike to first base. Schoenfeld's going to lay down a bunt. Paul racing up the first baseline, and the second baseman will just go over and casually pick it up. He's playing back. They were not expecting the bunt from Paul, and Schoenfeld delivers with a single, so his second hit of the game, and Paul Schoenfeld aboard with a bunt. And his second bunt for a hit to the game as well. Uh, this time he went to the pitcher's left side. A left-handed pitcher is going to fall off towards third base, and so as a hitter you can take advantage of that. Uh, perfectly placed. Second baseman's playing back. He had the best shot at it, and uh, and uh, uh, no throw there. It was such a, such a good bunt. So Schoenfeld taking advantage of the left-handed pitcher, as you mentioned, Ray's momentum taking him away from where Paul Schoenfeld laid down that bunt, and here's Declan Wiesner. First pitch of ball to Declan, who flew out to center field to Ryan Jeffrey back in the second. Mavericks, four runs, seven hits. Montana State Billings, three runs, four hits. We're in the bottom of the third. And they'll chase Schoenfeld back to the bag at first base. One of the things you like to see for the Mavericks here, the bottom of their orders, 7-8-9, produced two runs last inning, and uh, here they are again with the runner at first base. Cross the lefty. Going to pick back over to first base again to Naylor. And Schoenfeld back to the bag, standing up. If you remember that last uh, last inning, Schoenfeld stole on the second uh, after the first pick before he could pick again. So this time, uh, Cross remembers that and picks a second time. Off-speed pitch that misses outside. Click maybe a, trying to throw a changeup or something on the outer half and misses away. And that forced May to get out of his crouch and quickly snare that. So the count's 2-0 and on Wiesner. Declan swings and hits it foul down the right field line. He's been really trying to go the opposite way. And in his last at bat, tried to do that, Ray, and didn't work out. He ended up flying out to center field, but right there tried to go the opposite way, but hits it foul a long way down the right field line. Yeah, it looks like his timing early in the season here is just not quite right. Once again, another pick throw to first base to chase Schoenfeld back to the bag. That uh, previous pitch to the plate uh, to, to Weisner, it uh, you know, looked like he was late on it a little bit uh, as he tried to push it that way. Once again, swings and fouls it down the right field line. And so the count stays at or the counts two balls and two strikes on Declan Wiesner. Schoenfeld already with a stolen base in this game. They'll hold the runner at first with Naylor, the GNAC player of the week. Schoenfeld's going to take off, look like they had a hit and run on, but Wiesner's going to foul it off behind home plate out of play. Interesting to see how Montana State's playing Wiesner, too. They've got, uh, even though they're trying to push the ball up the side, the baseman's almost on top of second base. And that hole there with the first baseman holding him on, you've got the, almost the entire right side of the infield wide open. 
2-2 pitch coming up. One gun, runner at first base. Pitches on the outer half, misses low and away, and then a snap throw by the catcher, May down to first base, and Schoenfeld back to the bag in time. And it's a full count, three and two with that pitch missing low and away. The catcher, May, trying to catch the runner, leaning a little bit. Uh, uh, Schoenfeld did a good job there of, of staying balanced on his secondary lead. Wiesner checks his swing, and it's going to be ball four, and so there'll be runners at first and second as Wiesner gets the base on balls, and Schoenfeld advances to second base, and here's Ethan Ezor, single and a run scored in the second. CMU continues to put pressure on Montana State here. with uh, Even with one out here, you got runners at first and second with the nine-hole guy up, and again, once again, it would be nice to see if he, he can't get a hit so we can turn it over to the top of the lineup and, and, and really have a big inning. Azor, right-handed hitter waits. Curveball from Ryan Cross is in for strike one. Big 12-6 curveball. Mavericks up 4-3. We're in the bottom half of the third. Leading Montana State Billings to the Mavericks. All-time of out-dueled 17-5 all-time. That pitch is in for a strike to the nine-hole hitter, Azor. And the count's nothing in two on Ethan. CMU's been known to run in this situation, especially with a speedster like Schoenfeld at second base. Uh, I don't know that they'll start him up here, but if I think it goes one-two, you might see that. Cross checks first. Ball bounces off the glove of the catcher. He's going to throw down to third base, and Kirschenbaum has to leap for that one, and hustling in, taking advantage of Schoenfeld. Wiesner moves over to second base on a Pitch that was in the dirt. I've been really impressed with how CMU's run the bases today. Schoenfeld in particular, uh, you know, he didn't hesitate. The minute that ball was in the dirt, he was gone. And, and because of that, there was no chance, even as the catcher recovers that ball, to make a play. I think he would have had a better shot going after Wiesner at second base. Curveball takes a big bounce to the second baseman, and Bodie Wright throws on to first base to get the retire the batter there, retire Ezor 4-3. to three. But it's going to bring in another run as Schoenfeld. It's a productive out by Ethan Ezor as Schoenfeld comes in to score from third base. And Wiesner moves over to third base. So good job hitting to the right side by Ethan Ezor. A productive out for Chris Hanks and the Mavericks. Yeah, it sure was. A good at-bat there. And, and that doesn't happen if you don't get to third base. You don't score that run. And shows a nice job by Schoenfeld stealing the bag at second to put himself in position. So it's back to the top of the order. Rob Sherrar, who's grounded out to first, and then he reached on an error by the second baseman. Breaking ball nearly got him. Rob Sherrar, the All-American, left-handed hitter. At the plate, the Mavericks center fielder who really came on last year for the Mavericks. Yeah, and you kind of expect him to kind of break out. I, I would think he's due probably for a base hit here, as good a hitter as he is. Curveball swings and rips it foul. Kind of got off the handle a little bit down the right field line, or down the left field line, excuse me. Probably down the right field line. Get my left and right figured out. Right field line. Looks like his timing's just a little bit off there. He uh, he didn't take a great swing at that one. That first at-bat, uh, he, he really hit that ball crisply. And then, uh, of course, second at-bat, he got an error there. Uh, got on base with an error, but uh, see if he can get a fastball here and, and square it up. Cross tries to work him outside and misses with the pitch low and away. 
Rob Sherrar, one of five returning starters for Chris Hanks this season. Last year, he hit 437, 11 doubles, three triples, and 11 home runs, and he stole 13 bases. Swings, hits that one off the handle, but it's going to be a little slow roller through the right side for a base hit. Bit of a seeing-eye single for Rob Sherrar, but when you're scuffling, you'll take them any way you get them, and Rob Sherrar with a base hit through the right side is going to bring in another run. Declan Wiesner comes in to score, and the Mavericks now lead at 6-3. to three. The soft single kind of makes up for that crisp ball that he hit in the first inning uh, very hard there that he got kind of robbed on. So baseball always evens itself out, and you can see it right there. So two gone. Mavericks up 6-3, to three, and now it's Jonathan Gonzalez. Swings. It's a little chopper off the end of his bat. It's going to roll over by the second baseman who's playing closer to the bag at second. And that's going to be a base hit for Jonathan Gonzalez as he's aboard. Well, with the runner stealing, uh, they, they kind of pinched the, the infield a little bit. The second baseman uh, normally would be able to make that play, but but uh, with the runner break in there, he was going towards the bag, and then by the time he tried to recover, it was too late, and the ball was, uh, was, was going to be in there for a hit. Mavericks putting the pressure on Montana State with some soft ground balls and some bunts as well, and it's not been a day where... They have not been playing wall ball today. It's been a lot of the short game and just hit it where they're not. It's, it certainly has. And they've run the base as well, too, though. They've set, they uh, certainly have. They've created some opportunities by, by running the base as well. Mavericks with the 6-3 lead. First pitch a strike to Winget. Winget's going to hit this one in the air. Left fielder Peyton Flynn is going to make the catch out in left field. And Peyton Flynn, along with Caden Kirschenbaum, they were all West Region selections last year for Derek Wadhams and Montana State Billings in the GNAC and in their region. Battle in the inning, Mavericks strand a runner, but uh, they're able to score two runs here in the bottom half. The third will go to the top of the fourth at the Diamond of the Bergman Sports Complex. Mavericks home opener today against Montana State Billings. The 11th-ranked CMU Mavs lead the Yellow Jackets by the score of 6-3. to three. Well, out of the top of the fourth, you're listening to Maverick Baseball and the team presented by Ken Richards State Farm. Get a quote from Ken by calling 243-1000. FCI Constructors knows it takes teamwork to get the job done. From building a winning sports program to providing quality commercial construction for our growing Grand Valley. They're proud of the contributions they've made to our community over the years through high quality projects and community engagement. FCI employs 128 Mesa County residents and may contribute to over 200 local nonprofit organizations. To learn more about FCI Constructors, visit their website at fciol.com. Are you turning 65? Actually, are you 64 and a half? Have you noticed that your mailbox has been inundated with mail from Medicare insurance companies? This is Stephanie Garcia-Hagan with Mesa Benefits. We've worked with people who threw out their Medicare card because it looked like an advertisement. This doesn't need to happen to you. We're here to help. Please call our office at 970-549-0410 or make an appointment at mesabenefits.com. You can bring the mail to us and we'll help you sort through it. Mesa Benefits makes the Medicare insurance process easy as pie. Welcome back to the Diamond Bergman Sports Complex. Caden Kirschenbach, well, he gave that one a ride as he drove it toward right field, but uh, Brent Renteria making the play on the wall out there, leaps and makes the grab to Rob Kirschenbaum, and 
Now it's Berkeley Barnes who hits this one in the air. Left fielder Paul Schoenfeld comes in to make the play out in left field as he comes racing in on a dying liner. And so quickly two gone here on the top of the fourth inning. Yeah, two outs with three pitches. Uh, that's that's what you like to see as a head coach and as a pitcher that uh, gets you into the game a lot longer, keeps you in the ball game a lot longer if you can do that. So he's got a chance for a, a four or five pitch inning here. First pitch swings, James Anderson, and this one's going to go over the head of Rob Sherrard as he didn't read that ball particularly well. The ball hit, smoked right at him, and it goes over his head to the wall and hustling into second base is James Anderson. So that's our our first extra base hit of the day for either team with a double for James Anderson. And for Anderson this season, that's his first double. It's his first extra base hit of the season. The most difficult play for an outfielder is that uh, line drive right at him, and that was the case with Sherrard. He took a step in to begin with, and then uh, the ball just kept carried him right over his head. Liam Hohenstein continues on here, three and two-thirds, five hits, three runs, all earned with a walk and two walks and a strikeout so far. So Nathan May, first pitch a strike to him. He singled and then was thrown out at third base. Takes it low for a ball. And the count's one and one. Owen Stein out of the stretch. Breaking ball, swung on a missed. And the count's one and two. Remember when I said you're going to do the fourth? Well, you'll do the fifth now, right? Since it, we had two boom, boom, quick uh, quick plays here in the top of the fourth. All right. Ooh. That one got him. I thought it got the... I mean, it sounded like it hit the bat. It sounded yeah, like it hit the knob sure of the did. bat. But it's he's holding his elbow. I think it's that pad that he has on his elbow. That's yeah. why it sounded like it was so off it the bat. whacked it and hit that plastic on the pad. And so... First hit batsman for either team today. So we've seen two firsts for today, a double and a hit batsman is Nathan May. The catcher will head down to first base, and so back to the top of the order to Bodie Wright. Yeah, just like CMU's bottom of their order is producing, Montana State's doing the same thing. Bodie Wright was a GNAC all-honorable mention selection last year for Derek Wadhams. Right today has flown out to center and walked. First pitch of ball. Mavericks up 6-3. Swings and right-handed batter lifts it foul. Long way down the right field line and out of play. Six runs, nine hits, no errors for the Mavericks. Montana State Billings, three runs, five hits, and an error. Owenstein getting two quick outs on fly balls, though one was an incredible play by Brett Renteria to Rob Kirschenbaum of what might have been at least an extra base hit. He had to leap at the wall to make the play out in right field. Yeah, he did a nice job. Great line to get the ball and then was, was brave enough to hang in there as he was about to crash into the wall. 2-1 pitch coming up to the leadoff man, Bodie Wright. Now Wright asked for time from home plate umpire Brandon Riley. Was granted that time. Now settles back in. Got the pants pulled up, showing a lot of sock. 2-1 pitch from Hohenstein, and it's in there for a strike. Deuces wild across the scoreboard. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Here on the top of the fourth. On a pleasant day in February. With a home opener for the Maverick baseball team. 
Yeah, Misses that one way outside, low and away, and the count's now 3-2. The wind's kind of died down, and which obviously adds a little bit here. Here's the pitch from Liam. Hit in the air. Renteria going to take one step back and then makes the play on a lazy fly ball to right field. Brett Renteria makes the catch. They'll end up stranding two runners, and the Mavericks will maintain a three-run advantage as we go to the bottom half of the fourth. It's Colorado Mesa, six. Montana State Billings, three. So we head to the bottom of the fourth. You're listening to Maverick Baseball on the team, presented by Ken Richards State Farm. Get a quote from Ken at CoverMeKen.com. I've been taking my car to Simpson Brothers for at least 15 years. I like Simpson Brothers because they're so friendly. When someone recognizes me, calls me by my name, that's a plus for me. When you come into their office, it's neat and clean, nice stuff on the walls and plants, and they're just very friendly. They always take time to say hello and joke a little bit. So I like them, but the main thing is they really do a great job. Excellent mechanics. I wouldn't go anywhere else. Simpson Brothers Garage, your car's never had it so good. After high school, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do, but CMU Tech introduced me to a wide range of technical programs like HVAC, pharmacy tech, surveying, and winemaking. I knew this was the right place to learn the skills that I needed for a higher paying job. But it's not just the programs. It's that nearly every program currently costs little or nothing. And CMU Tech connects you to job opportunities in our community. So now is the time to gain the skills for a higher paying job. Now is the time to check out CMU Tech. Visit discovercmutech.com to learn more. This is Colorado Mesa Baseball on the Team CMU Sports Network. Back to the Diamond the Bergman Sports Complex. Jim Davis along with former then Mesa State Maverick Ray McLennan is the Maverick baseball team, 11th ranked in D2 baseball, defending Armac champions, Lead at 6-3 to three over Montana State. Billings were in the bottom of the fourth. And for the Mavericks, Braden Wingett will lead things off for CMU. Single and a run score today, and he is struck out swinging. Takes the first pitch. Make that, excuse me, it's Ethan Nunez. Pardon me, Nunez at the plate for the Mavericks. And for Nunez, that was a rare strike. He hasn't seen a lot of those today. Takes the breaking ball, but that's going to be in for a strike. Good location by... Ryan Cross working the inner half of the plate. O2 pitch coming up. That one's going to be down around the shoe tops of Ethan Nunez. And the counts one ball and two strikes is good location though by Ryan Cross trying to get the freshman on the inner half. That one's inside once again. Almost uh, hit Ethan Nunez there and Count evens up with two balls and two strikes as Ryan Cross jumped out early 0-2, but he's fallen behind here a little bit. Off-speed pitch, hit in the air well toward left center field. It's going to hit off the track, hits off the wall. Fielded quickly by Ryan Jeffrey, and it'll be a double for the freshman Ethan Nunez. So Nunez, after a couple of walks today, got an off-speed pitch, Ray, that he could drive to left center field, and Nunez mentioned his first collegiate at bat was a triple down in Florida against Florida Southern, and today gets an extra base hit with a double to left center field. Showed a little power there. That ball just seemed to keep carrying. When he first hit it, I thought it was going to 
maybe land uh, about uh, midway in the outfield. The ball just kept carrying it, ended up bouncing off the track and off the wall. So now it's Brent Renteria, who's knocked in two today. With that single back in the first, the big chopper over the third baseman, Caden Kirschenbaum. First pitch a ball to Renteria, who also reached on the fielder's choice, was to end the inning back in the second. That pitch down around his feet, and he had to do a little jump in the air to get out of the way from the pitch. Yeah, showed some athleticism there, just uh, keeping it from, from hitting him. 6-3 lead for the Mavericks. We're in the bottom of the fourth. Ryan Cross has given up 10 hits today for Montana State Billings. That pitch misses well out of the zone from the left-handed starter today. One thing that happens, uh, sometimes you give up a big hit like that, you try to be too fine as a pitcher, and that kind of looks like the case here with Ryan Cross. He's trying to make the perfect pitch here instead of just throwing a good pitch to get it out. Renteria waits. Pitch off the glove of May. It's going to be ball four anyway. But hustling down to third base is Ethan Nunez. So heads up on the part of the freshman. May was looking for the baseball win. It was ball four. And while he was looking for it, Nunez quickly got on his horse and got into third base. So runners on the corners for the Mavericks looking to add to the 6-3 to three lead. And a quick conference on the mound as it looks, I believe this is head coach Derek Wadips going out to talk to his pitcher Ryan Cross. And there's been activity up in the Yellow Jackets bullpen along the right field line. Yeah, we talked... Uh earlier about uh, base running and the heads up there by Nunez, the ball uh, you know, it, was, it kind of just squirted out of his glove, didn't go too far past the catcher, but because again he was ready for it and he, he took off right away there's no play at the third base and he, he gets there easily So that conversation continues, just a quick reminder folks listening on the Team Sports Network will have high school basketball tonight, Fruit of Monument Boys and Girls at Central Rio Van Gilder will have that for you. The pregame at 5.15. Girls tip it at 5.30. There's still a chance for the Central girls to maybe win a league title, but they have to beat Fruita Monument tonight and then hope that Durango knocks off the Wildcats on Saturday. And then John Sedanich and the Central boys take on Michael Wells and Fruita Monument. Uh, Fruita Monument having a sensational season. 21-0, the top RPI team in 6A basketball. So that'll be a good one tonight as well between those two. It all starts once again at 5.15 tonight on the Team Sports Network. So after that conversation with Derek Wadips and his starter Ryan Cross, it breaks up and pitch misses way outside to Joey Blank, who's hit into a 4.63 double play, and he's also grounded out to shortstop today. Well, you wonder how aggressive CMU will be here. That's the fifth straight ball that, he's, that uh, Cross has thrown here, so you wonder if they'll see another pitch before they put something in, in play. He takes that pitch, and it's going to be a ball, 2-0, and the count on Joy Blank. And that pitch was a little closer, kind of down around the knees, but certainly outside of the strike zone. Cross delivers, fastball, pounds the glove of his catcher, Nathan May, for a strike, and it's 2-1. and one. Cross, three innings, ten hits. He's given up six runs. Strikeout and three walks. Mavericks with the double today. The 
Only extra base hit for the Mavericks. And that pitch is in the dirt and quickly hustling into second base. Well, Renteria broke on the pitch. So uh, Renteria getting in there very quickly. He was able to, to steal the bag at second. Yep, taking advantage of the, the fact that they're going to get a pitch to run on there, and they did a good job there. So Mavericks at second and third. Pitches in the dirt to Blank, and it's going to be ball four. So Joy Blank reaches base for the first time today with a base on balls. And now it's Paul Schoenfeld who's had a, a nice day today for the Mavericks. With a couple of infield hits, a couple of runs scored, and stolen base as well for Paul. Yeah, he's had a good day, and he's the right guy that you want up here. And I guess they're leaving Cross in with a lefty-lefty matchup here. Um, they, they, everybody was kind of looking in the dugout to see if he was going to come out and take him out of there after, after walking two consecutive batters, but uh, he's going to leave him in to at least throw here. And he's going to hit him right on the shoulder. Bases loaded, hit batsman's going to bring in a run to make it 7-3. to three. So the lefty-lefty matchup, first pitch, cross, hits Schoenfeld right in the shoulder, and it's an RBI for Paul, and, and so it brings in Ethan Nunez from third base. Schoenfeld continues to have his, a good day there, produces a run, uh, knock, knocks a run over, or pushes a run over, I should say, uh, with uh, getting hit in the hip there. And and, uh, and that's going to be it for Ryan Cross of Montana State Billings. So he'll depart here in the bottom of the fourth with nobody out for the Mavericks as they score another run to grab a 7-3 to lead on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard. We'll take a break for the pitching change here at the Diamond at the Bergman Sports Complex, 11th ranked, Colorado Mesa 7, Montana State Billings 3. You're listening to Maverick Baseball and the team presented by Ken Richards State Farm. Get a quote from Ken by going to CoverMeKen.com. Your friends at Whitewater Building Materials urge you to get out and support winter sports in the Grand Valley. Basketball and wrestling are in full swing, and our dedicated student-athletes deserve your support. And remember, for any type of building project, any time of year, call Whitewater Building Materials, 242-7538. They're your source for ready-mixed concrete, sand, and gravel products, and everything you need to do it right. Proud to support our Grand Valley athletes, Whitewater Building Materials, family-owned for over half a century at 940 South 10th Street in Grand Junction. It's time to get geared up for the winter season at Played Against Sports, your neighborhood sporting goods store. Played Against Sports has a big variety of winter sports equipment in stock, including hockey gear, snowboards, snowshoes, cross-country skis and boots, sleds and helmets, and more. Their staff will help you find just what you need. They'll also pay you cash for your previously loved equipment. Played Against Sports, open seven days a week next to Once Upon a Child, 2454 Highway 6 and 50. Team CMU Sports Network, your home for Colorado Mesa Sports. New pitcher in the game for Montana State Billings is Sage Wayment. So Wayment comes on. This will be his third appearance already here in 2024. Four and two-thirds innings. He's given up five hits, one run, four strikeouts. He has yet to walk anybody. So uh, Wayment comes on. So Wayment from Plain City, Utah. Transfer from Highland Community College. And he will face Declan Wiesner. And Declan will take the first pitch low for ball one. Bases are loaded for the Mavericks. Renteria at third, Blank at second, and Schoenfeld at first base. 
Mavs up 7-3. They've out-hit the Yellow Jackets 10-5 to today. Takes that pitch from Weymouth, the right-hander. He's a tall, lanky right-hander as well, 6-4, junior. And that pitch misses outside. About letter high, but outside off the plate. 2-0 pitch to Wiesner. Declan's going to take that one for a strike and a fastball. It's 2-1. Ethan Ezor is on deck for the Mavericks. Weymouth gets the sign from Nathan May. And Declan wanted to turn on that pitch. And the right-handed catcher could not barrel up that ball. Wanted to pull it down the left field line, but tardy in his swing, and it's now 2-2. Two and two. Nobody out for the Mavericks. Bases loaded here in the bottom of the fourth. And a 7-3 lead. For Chris Hanks Mavericks. Weymouth misses just outside. Tried to get him to chase on that one, and good discipline by Declan, and it's a full count 3 2. Yeah, like Weymouth's got a little zip on the fastball. He does, yeah. Big, tall kid throws hard. Uh, looks like he ha- has a little control problems. Fastball. It's going to be ball four, and May kind of. Realizing he better run over and get it because even though it's ball four, runners could still advance, and he kind of eventually jogged over by by his own dugout to pick up the baseball. But it's going to bring in a, another run for the Mavericks. It's now 8-3 to three and give Declan Wiesner the RBI with a bases-loaded walk. Yeah, it, in, on May's behalf as a catcher there, you don't expect a fastball to be that short. And, and so as he tried to block it, you know, it was tough to, tough to handle that thing. So Renteria comes in to score. Blank moves to third. Schoenfeld to second. Now it's Ethan Ezor. First pitch, a strike to Ethan. Throws a curveball there to make sure he can get a strike over, maybe calm him down a little bit. Uh, That's a good call by the catcher. Swings and a ground ball. Hit to the shortstop. Blazek on to second base to first base and a 6-4-3 double play as Bodie Wright guns it to his first baseman, Jack Naylor. Once again, Zach Blazek, a, a really fine play. He's a good-looking shortstop for this Montana State Billings baseball team. And uh, Blaznik last year, uh, an outstanding player, started in 41 games for the Yellow Jackets last season. So a key returner for this Montana State Billings team. Yeah, Blazek, the shortstop, sure made that look easy. Uh, nice, easy flip for the second baseman to handle and then uh, an easy turn. So it's Rob Sherrar. With Joey Blank, who came in to score by that way, by the way, on that ground. That we should mention that's what's now nine to three. Schoenfeld's over at third, so the ground out was productive for the Mavericks and Ethan Ezor in that double play, I should say. As a hitter, you hate to trade two outs for a run, but uh, sometimes in a game like this you'll take it. It's given them a 9-3 to lead. The Mavericks on top. and Two balls and a strike on Rob Sherrar, the All-American. Who today is 1-3. for three, Reached on an error on the second baseman and also singled. Fouls that one off to the left. And it's deuces wild. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Montana State has shifted how they're playing Sherrar, too. They've got the second baseman uh, way over by the first baseman here as they shift over there. And Rob swings and hits it foul down the left field line. Goes out of play toward Orchard Avenue. Yeah, they really have 
Bodie Wright playing over, swung over to the right side with Jack Naylor. A lot of room, of course, with two gone, but playing back on the outfield grass. And Sherrard swings, pops it up. Weymouth's going to give way to Kirschenbaum. The third baseman comes in about six, seven feet from home plate to make the play. So I believe May lost it for a moment, and then Weymouth started to come in, and then Kirschenbaum comes racing in from third and foul territory to make the play as Sherrard is retired on the infield pop-up. So the Mavericks, they end up stranding a runner, but for Colorado Mesa, they're able to score three runs here in the bottom half of the fourth. We go to the top of the fifth. At the Diamond of the Bergman Sports Complex, Colorado Mason 9, Montana State Billings 3. We'll take a break and we'll come back with more Maverick baseball on the team presented by Ken Richard State Farm. Get a quote from Ken by calling 243-1000. Hey, Maverick fans, be sure to swing by your local pizza hut after the game to celebrate today's big win. Get a large pizza with up to three toppings for only $10. Don't forget to add your favorite order of wings covered in one of our nine signature sauces. Order online at PizzaHut.com. Restrictions apply. See store for details. If you're not familiar with the health benefits of chiropractic care, Grand Junction Chiropractic invites you to discover how good you can feel. For over 40 years, Grand Junction Chiropractic's been helping people of all ages enjoy better health by keeping all the body systems working properly. They offer same-day appointments so you don't have to wait around in pain. And there's no commitment to a lengthy treatment plan. Just the safe, secure, and effective care you need. Grand Junction Chiropractic. 12th and Orchard. Call 970-241-1199. Mav fans dig the long ball. CMU Baseball on Colorado's sports leader, the team. We go to the top of the fifth. Colorado Mason 9, Montana State Billings 3 on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard of the fifth inning. Turn it over to Ray McLennan, right? All right, thanks, Jim. Well, Zach Blazik, the uh, impressive athletic shortstop here for Montana State, leads it off. Uh, left-handed hitter, uh, Liam Holstein, uh, quickly goes up 0-2 on him. Here's the third pitch. Sharp ground ball that's going to get through by, past the sh- diving shortstop there, past Joey Blanc there, uh, diving into left field, and that's in for a hit as uh, Zach Blazik leads the inning off with a base knock, and that'll bring up uh, Jack Naylor, the... A strong first baseman here for Montana State. Big, big, strong right-handed first baseman. He is uh, one for two on the day with a single in the first inning. Ball hit down the left field line. It's going to slice just foul. Uh, kind of it looked like an off-speed pitch. Kind of tied him up as he he bounced it or, or fought it off and in, in into into right field to just foul. That'll bring up pitch number two here with an 0-1 count. Nobody out, runner on first base. And Holstein picks there to hold, try to hold the runner a little bit closer. Interesting as the, the Mavericks hold him on there, they, they're off the bag a little bit. Another pick, ooh, that was close. Ball was perfectly thrown there. That was his uh, probably his best move, I would say, as he almost got him there at first base on the pickoff throw. Here's the pitch, breaking ball up and away. Ball evens the count at 1-1. Naylor takes the sign, steps back in the box. Here's the pitch from Holstein. Fastball up and in for a ball. Count two and one, nobody out. Runner on first base. 
Blazik, the shortstop's runner at first base, showing a little speed. Breaking ball swung on, popped up to the right side of the infield. Jonathan Gonzalez is going to field it in right field with a nice diving over the shoulder catch there. I thought uh, Brent Renteria was going to come in and call him off, but he kind of passed on it as Jonathan Gonzalez go ahead, go ahead and makes a nice play there and uh, kind of a fortunate play to dive and catch that. Hate to see that ball drop in. So we get one out there. Naylor's retired on a fly ball to the second baseman that's in shallow right center. And that'll bring up uh, Peyton Flynn, left fielder, 0 for, 0 for 2 with a strikeout. Actually 0 for 1, hard hit ground ball. That's going to get by the third baseman and roll into the corner there. Lasik's rolling around third. He's going to try to score, and he's going to make it as the relay throw comes in just a little bit late. So a nice double there by Peyton Flynn. On a sharp ground ball that gets by the third baseman, goes into the outfield there into left field. And so the... Montana State Yellow Jackets answer back uh, a little bit there. 9-4 now is the score. And that'll, that'll bring up the center fielder, Ryan Jeffrey. Jeffrey 0 for 2, ground out to first baseman, and a pop-up to the first baseman. Left-handed hitter, stands tall in the box there. Here's the pitch. Fastball inside for a strike. Good hard fastball. That's one thing Holstein continues to have good velocity today. 0-1 to the batter. One out. Runner on second base. Pitches a curveball. It just kind of gets away and ends up hitting him in the thigh, looks like. And that'll be a hit by pitch. So that'll put another runner on there. Runners at first and second now with one out. And that'll bring up Caden Kirschenbaum, the third baseman. Made a couple nice plays at third base today as he steps in the box. Right-handed hitter. For Holstein looking, I would think here, Holstein looking for a, some type of pitch where he can get a ground ball, maybe turn a double play to get out of the inning. Runners take their leads. Here's the pitch. Fastball just upstairs. Ball one. Runners at first and second. We got one out. Counts one and oh. Holmstein gets the sign. Here's the pitch. Breaking ball. Swung on, popped up right side of the infield. First baseman Braden Wingett is under it and kind of steps back and catches it. Uh, kind of step back, makes the play, but gets the second out of the inning. On a pop up to the first baseman. That'll bring up the right fielder, Berkeley Barnes. Two outs now, runners on first and second. As the pitch clock kind of winds down here, Hohenstein taking his time, a little more methodical in this inning than he has been in the previous innings. Good breaking ball there for strike one. Swung through by Barkley. Two down, one strike, runners again at first and second. And here's the pitch. Another breaking ball inside and low for a ball. So they're looking to get that third out of the inning here. Infield pretty much normal depth. Here's the pitch. Fastball this time inside and low. Ball two. So a 2-1 count, two outs. Berkeley Barnes at the plate, uh, right fielder for Montana State. 
Berkeley Barnes from Colorado Northwestern Community College up in Rangeley. Swings through a curveball for strike two, so we're at two and two now. Montana State hasn't shown much tendency to run here, but this is a good situation to put some runners in motion. Here's the pitch. Strike three on a curveball. Struck him out, and that'll end the inning here. So for, for Holstein, he gets his uh, second strike out of the ball game, and that'll end the fifth inning, the top of the fifth, and uh, Mavericks come to, come to bat here in, in the bottom of the fifth. This is Maverick Baseball on the team. Every business needs a customized strategy. DWC CPAs and advisors provide comprehensive advisory services tailored for your unique industry and business. We provide insight and advise clients on financial performance, strategic planning and optimization, business startups and growth, business valuations, succession plans, wealth management, and much more. Find us online at DWCAdvisors.com. DWC CPAs and advisors, investing in our people, clients, and communities. Buy your next vehicle from someone you trust at Grand Valley Auto Sales. My name is Josh Maestas, and I am now at Grand Valley Auto. If you've worked with me in the past, you know my level of dedication to my customers. Some of you are probably smiling now. Erica, what got you into this? I wanted to make a difference in the car industry. Over 16 years of experience putting dreams in driveways. Y también hacer una diferencia en la comunidad. Grand Valley Auto, 2465 Highway 6 and 50. We're the people that you can trust. Then at Grand Valley Auto, somos las personas en las que puedes confiar. Team CMU Sports Network, your home for Colorado Mesa sports. Okay, we start the uh, bottom of the fifth with Jonathan Gonzalez leading off for the Mavs. They lead 9-4. to four. Ten hits for the Mavs, seven for Montana State. Montana State answered with a run there in the top half. Uh, CMU's been able to score in every inning, two in the first three frames, and then I've got a, a three spot there in the fourth. Jonathan Gonzalez steps in. Sage Wayman pitching for Montana State. First pitch of the at-bats, fastball. Hit hard to right field, chasing the right fielder back. He's going to drop. He's going to go to the wall. Jonathan Gonzalez around first, headed to second. He's going to go ahead and try to get to third. The rear's the relay throw. He is safe. Nice hustle there by Jonathan Gonzalez. I didn't think he had a chance to get there. Uh, uh, the relay kind of got caught up there as the uh, as Zach Blazak took the relay throw from the right fielder and had a little trouble getting it out of his glove. Uh, good strong throw, but uh, Jonathan Gonzalez with a head first slide in for a triple there to start the bottom of the fifth off with uh, with a good start here. Well, Jonathan Gonzalez kicked in the afterburner, didn't he? He was flying when he got to second base. He realized. Hey, I've got a shot at a triple here, and he just did a phenomenal job of reading the ball, going over the head of the, the right fielder and making a big play there. They sure did. That'll bring up Braden Wingett. Wingett takes ball low for ball one. Mavericks threatening again here with nobody out. Wingett had three hits in the Florida series. Wild pitch there. The ball gets by the catcher, and he's he's going to score. Jonathan Gonzalez hustles in from, from third base. Uh, looked like a fastball that kind of got away from Nathan May there on the inside part. Tipped off his glove, went back to the screen, and Jonathan Gonzalez hustles in for another run. We've seen that with, with May and both Cross and Wayman now where it's not on the same page with either guy today. Yeah, that looked like a, a hard fastball that kind of kept tailing in. 
We've talked about that's uh, another ball there, a fastball to make it 3-0 and to the count. But we talked about how Wayman's had control issues here, and that was kind of the case on that pitch that got back to the screen. Another ball this time. Yep, ball four. We just missed inside, so we'll draw the walk. Uh, Raiden Wingett walks here to put another Maverick base runner on. That'll bring up Ethan Nunez. Designated hitter hit the, had a nice double in those last at-bat. Walked the two previous times. Should mention, give you the final numbers on Ryan Cross, the starter for Montana State today. Uh, Montana State Billings, uh, three innings, ten hits, nine runs. They were all earned. Four walks and a strikeout today. And um, just a, a rough day for the starter for Montana State Billings and Ryan Cross. Yeah, first pitch is a ball to Nunez. 1-0. Second pitch on its way here. Another fastball. This time that's in for a strike. He takes it. Evens the count at 1-1. One one. Nobody out. Runner at first base. CMU continues to put pressure on Montana State uh, with runners on, seems like, constantly. Here's the third pitch of the at-bat. Chopped to third base. It's going to, the shortstop's going to field it deep in the hole. Long throw, not going to be in time. It's going to get away from the first baseman. And we're going to get a runner at third now as uh, Braden Wingett hustles on that and, and ends up at third base on the wild throw that got by the first baseman. So... We have runners at the corners with nobody out, and that'll bring up Brent Renteria. Blazik's made some great plays at shortstop today, and that one was a tough play. Had to go deep in the hole, long throw, and just airmailed it over the head of Jack Naylor. Yeah, Definitely showed a strong arm because uh, he almost threw that ball to Mason Mall. They sure did, yeah. Well, it's a tough play. He was in the hole, uh, had his feet quite right. but uh, Almost threw it over it. to the uh, new performing arts center that, uh, <laughs> that they're building. Ball ripped down the left field line. Foul, just foul. Brent Renteria turning on that fastball there and didn't quite keep it in, but uh, well-hit ball there. Runners at first and third with nobody out. And they did charge Blazik with the throwing air, by the way, on that. Here's the pitch from Wayman. Good breaking ball. Swung on and missed by Brent Renteria. Looks like he fooled him pretty good on yeah, that. Yeah, Brent was shaking his head like, hmm, man, that, I was not expecting that. For the Mavericks, they uh, opened last season with the leadoff weekend with the four-game sweep of Azusa Pacific. This is the third time in the last four years the Mavericks have hosted Montana State Billings to open up the season at home. Curveball this time pulled foul. Quite a ways goes into the, the tarp down the left field line for, for a foul ball. So Renteria fights off a pretty good pitch there. Stay alive. 0-2, runners at first and third. Nobody out. Renteria ready for the pitch. Wayland checks the runners again and again. Ball, a little fastball in the dirt for ball one. One and two on the count. Mavericks up 10-4. to We're in the bottom of the fifth. They've out hit. The Yellow Jackets 12 to 7 today. Waymont gets his sign, checks the runners again. This time he picks the first. Ooh, close play. Ooh. Back in safe. Freshman and, nearly got uh, caught napping over there. Well, the pitch before he was kind of jumping over there. I wondered if he wouldn't pick. Uh, maybe they've got a play on here with uh, a 1 2 count. 
Wayman gets a sign. Checks the runners again. Here's the pitch. Curveball ripped down the left field line. Just foul. Landed about a foot foul down that left field line. That'll, uh, Brent's trying to pull that ball, isn't he? He's, sure is. He's got some pitches from Wayman that he's been able to, to pull. He's just uh, pulled it foul. Maybe he's trying to hit Sean McKinney over there, third base coach. It looks like Wayman's trying to pitch him inside. That's uh, a natural thing to do. Pick to first base. Uh, back easy this time is Nunez. One ball, two strikes. Nobody out. Runners at first and third. Nunez does have a stolen base. That was during the Florida series. Here's the pitch. Off his fist. Going to be fouled back out of play. Nice job by Renteria fighting off an inside fastball there. Kind of tied him up. So one and two is the count. Again, Mavericks lead 10 to four. Runners at first and third. Wayman comes sets, checks the runner. Here's the pitch. Fouled off his shin this time, off his foot, and up back towards the on-deck hitter. Renteria doing a nice job of battling and staying alive in this at-bat. Brent, of course, with that big infield chop that went over the head of Kirschenbaum at third that brought in two runs after the Mavericks trailed an early one to nothing. Checks his swing. It's no, not as they check down to first base. Marty Rover, the first base umpire, says no, he didn't go. So two and two is the count. Good breaking ball there by Waymont. Nobody out. Two and two. Again, runners at first and third. Waymont checks the runners. Comes set. Delivers the pitch. Another breaking ball. Again, check down to first base. First base umpire Marty Rover says no. So. Count is full, three and two. Couple of borderline pitches for Brett Renteria that he's been very disciplined on to start of the hands forward and able to to hold up the bat head. Really good plate discipline from Renteria so far in this at bat. Here's the pitch, another curveball. This time it's popped up. Looks like uh, shortstop Blazek circles under it. It's going to make the catch for the first out. So uh, F six for Renteria. A pretty good at bat though. Saw a lot of pitches. Uh, Pushed it to the 3-2 count, and then uh, pops up to the, for the first out. So we still have runners at first and third. That'll bring up Joey Blanc. Makes the shortstop. Uh, walked in his last bat, 0 for 2, first two times, two ground outs. Did score a run. Picked to first base. Back in plenty of time is Nunez. Pretty good move there by Waymont. We've seen that from him with uh, Nunez over there. Big 6-4 pitcher with a good move. At, uh, impressive. Here's the pitch. It's lifted into right, shallow right. Looks like the second baseman moving over. Does make the catch. That's Bodie Wright. And uh, that'll retire runner's hold. They're not deep enough to push a runner across. So that'll go as a fly out to the second baseman for the second out of the inning. So we and still have runners at first and third with two outs. That'll bring up uh, Paul Schoenfield, who's had a pretty good day. Two bunt base hits and then a hit by pitch. Scored twice. We call Paul the catalyst. He's been really good in the bottom half of the order today. He's scored twice. A couple of infield hits. He's been really productive today for Chris Hanks in that, in that seven hole for the Mavericks. 
Schoenfield takes strike one. A good fastball on the out low and outside. Good pitch to take here. Infields it pretty normal here. Uh, no shade. They're not shading him to right. Pick to first base. Uh, Nunez gets back in time. 0-1, two outs. Schoenfield gets the sign here. See how aggressive Coach Hanks wants to be in this situation. Here's the pitch. Curveball. Oh, it's in the dirt. It's going to bounce away from Mays. Not far enough to get Wingett in from third, but moving up is Nunez. So runners now at second and third with a 1-1 count. And Wayman, an inning and two-thirds so far, has given up a couple of hits and a run. He's helped to stop the bleeding that Ryan Cross left him with when Cross departed. Fastball outside, ball two, counts now two and one. And if he's able to pitch out of this, uh, giving up the one run, he's been the most effective. This will be the most effective any Montana State's had on defense in the ball game. Gets Mavericks, a sign. Mavs have put up a lot of crooked numbers today, right? Well hit ball. It's going to be driven into right center. That should be in a deep enough to score two. Nice piece of hit there by Schoenfield. Uh-oh, he pulls up after he stepped on the oh. base. Yeah, I think he... Uh, oh, and Paul's down with his head on the ground. Now he's going to roll over to his backside, feet on the bag at first. He's got both of his hands on his helmet right now as the trainer comes hustling out of the dugout to attend to him. Yeah, that looked painful. I don't know if he stepped wrong on there. It looked like he was holding the back of his leg. Boy, you hate to see that. Because he's been so good today. Drives in two runs with that base hit to right field. And as you said, Ray, made the turn at first and then just yeah. came limping back and then went and sat down on the ground. And hopefully just maybe some cramping or it's that he's now standing up and that's a good sign. And he's staying in. He's like, I'm okay. Yeah. yeah I was just cramping. Yeah. Trainer retreats here. Yep. He's going to stay in the ball game. That's good. When he went down, I thought, oh, boy, that, that looks scary. But uh, early season there, he's, he's done a lot of running. Uh, maybe conditioning-wise, not quite uh, where he wants to be. But uh, he's going to stay in the ball game. That's good to see. So that will bring up Declan Wiesner. Uh, Wiesner is 0 for 1 with two walks. Got an RBI last time he walked in a run. Coach Hanks is going to check him out here. Yeah, I, I think uh, that's smart by Coach like, Hanks. Let's go. I'm going to go take a look myself. And maybe the trainer said something to Skip saying, eh, you might want to go talk to him. Yeah, you don't want to take a chance this early in the season. Let's see. He's going to, he's going to run. So, yeah. And Mark so, Viggs over there giving, he's the first base coach for the Mavericks, giving his assessment of, uh, of Paul Schoenfeld and, Paul's running around a little bit, saying, see, I'm okay. I'm all right, Skip. He's going to make his case to stay in the ball game, but And he's going to lose that argument because yeah. Skip's like, eh, it's first uh, home game of the season, Paul. It's a long haul. You know how we play here at Mesa. We play deep into the postseason, and we'd like you to be available for the rest of the season. So just as a precautionary thing, up 12-4. Uh, to 4. And yeah. so we'll have a pinch runner come in. It looks like number 35. Very pragmatic there by Coach Hanks. And trying to see who that is because we do not have a 35 on our roster. You're exactly right. Dave Yonke on the, on the spot. Brady Webb. Thank you, Brady Webb. Brady Webb. Brady Webb, thank you, Dave Yonke. 
award-winning sports information director for Colorado Mesa. We appreciate that, Dave. So it's Brady Webb, the runner for Paul Schoenfeld over at first. So Declan Wiesner steps in the box. we got two outs, runner at first base. First pitch, and Brady Webb takes off. The throw in time. Oh, the ball squirts out of the glove. He slid right into the glove, and the ball just ricocheted out of there. It looked like... Uh, Bodie Wright had it for the tag and was going to get him out. And it's a good hard slide. It sure was. Brady Webb man manufactures a stolen base there. So yeah. that'll move a runner into scoring position for Wiesner. Mentioned Declan Wiesner a couple of years ago. Played for David Shelton and Walter State, Tennessee in the Junior College World Series. Got some teammates that have the JUCO World Series experience as well. Josh Romans played for Weatherford, Texas last year. It's on the Mavericks roster along with teammates, Maverick teammates Jordan Pace and Preston Wingate, Braden's younger brother. They both played at Salt Lake Community College yeah, for D.B. Nelson. One of the things that we don't think about the JUCO, but it does help CMU recruit, I would, I would believe. Uh, ball lifted into right field, shallow right. First baseman is going to circle under it and make the play for the third out. So a pop out uh, from Declan Wiesner to end the inning. And the Mavericks do score three, though. They continue to keep pressure on Montana State as we go to the top of the sixth. This is Maverick Baseball on the team. This is Dave Herkamp with ProSpace Interiors here in Grand Junction. ProSpace has been serving the office furniture needs of local businesses for over 45 years. Our experienced sales and design staff can assist you in selecting the right office furniture from over 50 manufacturers. And our professional installation crews will get the job done right. So for your next office project, big or small, give the pros at ProSpace a call at 242-7575 or online at prospace.biz. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Our locally owned Ace stores are committed to helping our neighbors and our communities. And because we're in the neighborhood, we can deliver almost anything you need. So shop in store or online for whatever your home or yard needs. Choose from top brands like Milwaukee, Steel, Traeger, and Benjamin Moore. Then pick up in-store, curbside, or we'll deliver your order right to your home. Around the block, what you need in stock with people who know how to help. See acehardware.com for details. CF High School on 1340 KTMM Grand Junction, 101 FM K266 CE Grand Junction, 102.1 K271 AE Delta. All right. Start the top of the six with Montana State hitting. I'm going to throw it back to you, Jim. All right. Appreciate it, Ray. Excellent work, Ray. As the Mavericks up 12 to 4 on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard, 13 hits for the Mavericks today. Four runs, seven hits for Montana State Billings. And it looks like we also have a change at third base along with Brady Webb out in left field for Paul Schoenfeld. We're going to have a change at third base for the Mavericks. And that's Derek Shaver, the former Grand Junction Tiger. So he'll be playing third base, replacing Ethan Ezor over there. First pitch swinging for Montana State Billings, James Anderson. And coming in from right field, shallow right field toward the alley. It's Sprint Renteria tracking that one and making the play on the fly ball out. And good job by Liam Hohenstein to induce the, the high fly ball, not very deep, to Renteria in right field. So Anderson today has walked and scored. He has doubled and now has flown out to right field to Renteria. So... 
Mentioned Derek Shaver now at third base for the Mavericks. Nice job by Renteria to come in and call that ball off. Earlier in the game, we saw him kind of be a little shy and timid on that. He was very aggressive to catch that ball. There's the catcher, Nathan May, who has singled today and been hit by a pitch. Nathan May from Lane Community College. 1-1 one, one pitch, swings, and lifts this one deep to center field, going back toward the track, and then camping under it. Rob Sherrar makes the play on a ball hit deep to center field, but Rob, plenty of room to work with out in straightaway center field to make the, the play on the fly ball. So Nathan May is retired. So a couple of the outfielders getting a chance to make some plays with some fly balls induced by Liam Hohenstein, and now it's Bodie Wright. Sherrard on that deep fly ball there had a great first step there as, as he went and caught it easily. Uh, and we've talked about timing and, and everything that goes with early season stuff. Uh, outfield play is just another thing that takes timing and gets takes getting used to. Ball and a strike. And Chris Hanks talked about that when we uh, had him on our morning show earlier this week about the guys adjusting as this one's going to be hit opposite way. Coming in as Renteria, he'll make the catch on a line drive out in right field as... Bodie Wright tried to go the opposite way, but uh, Renteria is there to make the play on the line drive out in right field. So it'll be a three-up, three-down inning with Renteria making a couple of plays on some balls in the air in that inning. And so we will go to the bottom half of the sixth. It's Colorado Mesa 12 and Montana State Billings 4. Talk more about Chris Hanks and the adjustments they made out in Florida. And now adjusting back to here to altitude. We'll talk more about that coming up. It's Maverick Baseball on the team presented by Ken Richard State Farm. Get a quote from Ken at CoverMeKen.com. For years, hunters and shooters have come to Jerry's Outdoor Sports from all over the country. Now you can shop at Jerry's anytime, anywhere. Jerry's Outdoor Sports has officially launched their new online experience. Shop their legendary inventory of rifles, shotguns, safes, ammo, and more with any Wi-Fi connected device. Just go to jerrysoutdoorsports.com to shop online and use promo code radio to get 10% off your entire online order. That's promo code radio for 10% off. Jerry's Outdoor Sports, the local's choice for specialty shooting supplies. I'm Dr. Yonker with Peak Performance Chiropractic. We like to give individualized treatment. We're not a cookie cutter, same treatment for everybody that comes to our office. We understand that we're all similar, but each person requires more specific type of treatment geared towards their needs. So we have different treatment options and different treatment techniques that we can use to help people feel better, function better, and live better. Call 970-242-1903. Peak Performance Chiropractic, restoring you to your peak performance. This is Colorado Mesa Baseball on the Team CMU Sports Network. Derek Shaver will step in for the first time today, replaced Ethan Ezor at third base for the Mavericks. And he'll foul off the first pitch he sees from Sage Waymond. Waymond to... Worked a couple of innings, giving up three hits and three runs with a couple of, well, two walks and no strikeouts so far as Shaver's behind 0-1. For Derek, hit 200 down in Florida, had five at-bats. Started in two games down in Florida. Weymouth, the tall, lanky right-hander out of the stretch, breaking ball, swung on a missed. 
when uh, we talked to when we talked to skipper Chris Hanks, he said that you know some of the guys were still playing as far as the outfield at, at the, the depth they play here normally in Grand Junction, and then had to make some adjustments. Shaver's going to line this one into left field for a base hit. Good swing by Derek Shaver, really put the barrel on the baseball in that one, and lines it into left field as Peyton Flynn quickly gets it back in the left fielder, but Derek Shaver with a base knock, and for Derek. Picks up the base hit, and for Shaver, it is his second hit of the season. So Shaver aboard with a solid single to left field. And so Chris said it, it took a, a little bit of time down there to get used to it. So Bunt's going to be pushed up the third base side. Third baseman's going to throw into first base, and it's a good job of a sacrifice bunt laid down by Rob Sherrar. So Rob able to get Derek Shaver over to second base. So Caden Kirschenbaum. Clay actually is trying to bunt to get aboard. Ends up being a sacrifice bunt, though. But Kirschenbaum fielding that and throwing it onto first base to Jack Naylor. But Rob Sherrar does what he's supposed to do and gets Shaver over to second base with the bunt. Now it's Jonathan Gonzalez who hit the had the triple and scored in the fifth. Pitches in the dirt, and Jonathan holds up his hand to Derek Shaver to say, stay right there as Nathan May... Quickly grabbed the baseball after it was in the dirt. Mavericks up 12-4 on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard. Breaking ball, and it's going to be tapped foul up the first baseline as Jonathan Gonzalez just kind of hit off the end of the bat. A little pool cue action as it rolled up the first baseline and then rolled foul. So Shaver will head back to the bag at second after Shaver singled out to left field. Rob Sherrar retired 5-3 to three as he looked like he was bunting to get aboard but ends up being a sack bunt and gets Shaver to second base. One-one pitch coming up. Headed off the fist to the third baseman. Kirschenbaum throws high and pulls Naylor off the bag. Kirschenbaum, who's we've seen make some fantastic plays today. He's an all-region, all-west region selection last year. That throw just sailed on him, and Naylor was lucky to reach up and snare it to keep it from going into foul territory. Sometimes as an infielder, when you have too much time, it's a harder play. You uh, think had, about it too that's much. Right. He had a lot of time there and didn't get uh, his feet quite right as he shuffled the throw there and launched it. Shaver stays at second, but that's the third air of the day, Ray, on, on the Yellow Jackets. Yeah, and that's got to be a concern for them as uh, you can't... Uh, give a team like Mesa those, those free bases and those opportunities. Now we're going to see Max Bernie step in and hit for Braden Wingett. Right-handed hitter at the plate for the Mavericks. Wayman delivers with a breaking ball that's going to be low. So Bernie comes on. Max Bernie, redshirt junior from Bingham, Utah. Mavericks with runners at first and second, up 12 to 4 here in the bottom of the sixth. That pitch taken by Bernie for a strike. It's a ball and a strike. It's a for great Max, Next, he's got one. He's looking for his first hit. He has scored a run and he's had three at bats. Great opportunity for CMU to get some guys in the game. Uh, their depth is always challenged late. In got the under that one, sends it high in the air. The center fielder, Ryan Jeffrey, though. 
Kind of circles over toward right center field, makes the catch. Shaver tags and head first slide into third for Derek Shaver. And so it's runners on the corners as Gonzalez will hold at first base. So Max Bernie sent that one, kind of dropped, dropped the barrel down a little bit and sent it high in the air. And for a moment, Ryan Jeffrey with the cloudy day, Ray had a little bit of a problem picking it up and then finally was able to locate the baseball and makes the catch. Yeah, we talk about a line for an outfielder to get to the ball. That looked more like a question mark, I thought. <laughs> that ended an exclamation point because he, he caught it. He did catch it, yeah. Imagine if he would have dropped that or, or lost it for it fell. First pitch is strike to Ethan Nunez, the freshman, DHing today for Chris Hanks and the Mavericks. He's walked twice and then doubled and then reached on an error on the shortstop, Zach Blazik. Ground ball ripped to the left side. That's going to bring in a run. So a ribby for the freshman, Nunez. And that's going to score from third base, Derek Shaver. And so Gonzalez will head into second base. And the Mavericks continue to pour it on up 13-4. to four. And Nunez continues to have a good day there. Got a fastball. Uh, ripped it between the third baseman and shortstop. Good, hard, crisp line drive ground ball to get that run in. Nice at bat. 15 hits for the Mavericks today. Coming in, the Mavericks hit just 208, but keep in mind they faced last year's national championship runner-up at sea level, and those numbers are certainly not going to look as good as they normally do here in Grand Junction at altitude. First pitch, a strike to Brent Renteria. And takes that pitch just below the Maverick lettering on his jersey. And so the count is a ball and a strike with two gone. Runners at first and second, though, for the Mavericks. Renteria with a couple of ribbies today. And Weymouth fires that fastball by him. Swung on a missed. And the count's one and two on Brent Renteria, the five-hole hitter. One of the things I like about Renteria is he certainly doesn't get cheated up there. That was a, that was a big swing at that ball. Brent, one for three today with the two ribbies, as I mentioned. Takes that one down around the kneecaps inside. And it's deuces wild. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Here in the bottom of the sixth inning, Mavericks up 13-4. to four. Sage Weymouth getting the sign from Nathan May. Out of the stretch. Takes a look at second. Bounce ball to plate. Ball gets by the catcher. Runners move up 90 feet. As Nunez... Heads into second base, Gonzalez to third. And the Mavericks have another run just 90 feet away if Renteria can find a way to make some contact here. As a catcher, uh, Nathan May, I think, is having a little trouble handling uh, Sage Wayman. Some pitchers are, are easier to handle than others, and I would think that Wayman's difficult to handle. That was a nice breaking ball, swung on a missed as Renteria will go down swinging. Mavericks will strand two, but they score another run to push their lead to 13-4 to over Montana State Billings as we head to the top of the seventh. 11th ranked Colorado Mesa, 13. Montana State Billings, 4. You're listening to Maverick Baseball on the team presented by Ken Richard State Farm. Get a quote from Ken by calling 243-1000. know community hospital offers comprehensive cardiac care services grand valley cardiology offers cardiology consults cardiac stress tests 
diagnostic heart catheterization, pacemaker implantation and management, and much more. With board-certified cardiologists, we are your choice for comprehensive cardiac care. For expert care delivered with passion and dedication, ask your doctor for a referral. To learn more, call us today at 644-4030. The Holiday Inn and Suites Grand Junction Airport is a proud supporter of CMU Athletics. From overnight lodging to meetings and special events, they're ready to meet your needs. Their grand ballroom can accommodate up to 100 people, and it's never too early to plan your company Christmas party. Call 970-623-4346 to book your event or schedule a tour. And be sure to visit the Grand Valley Bar and Grill after the game. Enjoy great food and drink specials when you bring your ticket stub. The Holiday Inn and Suites Grand Junction Airport, 2751 Crossroads Boulevard. Mav fans dig the long ball. CMU Baseball on Colorado's sports leader, the team. Welcome back to the Diamond of the Bergman Sports Complex. Jim Davis along with Ray McClennan on the Team CMU Sports Network, also on the RMAC Network today. So some changes. Max Burney comes in for Braden Wingett at first. We also have a new shortstop in for the Mavericks as well. And that's Josh Romans, who I mentioned before, that played for Weatherford, Texas in last year's Junior College World Series. And a new pitcher in the game as well. Another lefty in Tyler Glowacki will come on to pitch for the Mavericks. So take a look at uh, the numbers for Liam Hohenstein, who's... Uh, Day comes to an end and a successful day in position to win his second game of the season. Liam, six innings, seven hits, four runs, all earned, two walks, two strikeouts today for uh, for Liam Hohenstein. So, Glowacki will come on. One appearance so far, two and two-thirds innings, four strikeouts and three walks. So, the lefty deals and lefty-lefty matchup to start things out here was Zach Blazak, the shortstop. Here's the pitch from Glowacki. Big breaking ball, misses outside. Blazak today, single and a run scored in the first. Zach fly for an RBI in the second. And singled and scored in the fifth inning. Mavericks up 13-4 on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard. Blazak, high fly ball. Center field, Rob Sherrar's there. Can of corn, an easy play on the fly ball to center field to Rob Sherrar, and there's quickly one gone. So it's Jack Naylor, the big first baseman. Mentioned the uh, Great Northwest Athletic Conference Player of the Week. Today he is one for three with a single and a ground out and a pop-up to the second baseman. It'll take the first pitch from Glowacki. That'll be ball one from Tyler. Glowacki from Santee, California. He was at San Diego State. And that pitch misses outside for a ball. Glowacki looks like he's trying to throw a nailer outside here. Both those pitches were on the outside half of the plate or part of the plate just missing. Breaking ball, hit in the air down the right field line. Is this going to stay fair? And it is. It's fair down the right field line as Naylor's going to hit it the opposite way, and he'll pull up at second base with a double. So Jack Naylor with an extra base hit today. Just kind of snuck in there. I thought it was going to drift foul, but it uh, hit about a foot fair and then uh, checked into that corner there, bounced on, on the 
by about three on the 330 line there bounced up and hit that stand a nice job by Renderia to, to gather that in not uh, close enough to make a play at second but got the ball in quickly it's Naylor's fourth double of the season flown out to center field he's gone down swinging against Hohenstein in the third and then doubled in the fifth 1-0 pitch to the right-handed batter and he takes it low for a ball Glowacki is a left-hander he's on the first side part of the rubber there as he throws trying to get the ball across the plate uh, he's got to kind of find his strike zone here this one hit in the air over the head of the center fielder, Sherrar. That's going to bring in a run for the Yellow Jackets, and Naylor will come in. He'll motor around third and cruise in to score, and that'll be an RBI double to straightaway center field for Peyton Flynn. So Flynn gives them their first run since the fifth inning when they put up a single run in the top of that frame and now makes it a 13-5 baseball game. Very nice swing there by Peyton Flynn. Uh, the ball was almost on his shoe tops. He kind of golfed that thing, and boy, it had a nice little bend to it uh, as it went into to right center field, uh, more probably to the center field side, but uh, very very well hit ball. Back-to-back -back doubles, Flynn's second double of the season. And that will lead to Ryan Jeffrey, the center fielder, who is 0 for 2 today in a walk. 13-5 lead for the Colorado Mesa Mavericks on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard. Breaking ball in for a strike. And a lefty-lefty matchup. Gloacki, as I mentioned, was at San Diego State. and Some notable Major League Baseball alumni there. Steven Strasburg, the late, great Tony Gwynn. Breaking ball. Seems to be Gloacki's bread and butter. It's our first chance of getting to see him and that's in for a strike. One and two the count on the five-hole hitter, Ryan Jeffrey. Mackey, here's the pitch, breaking ball. High chop to the first baseman, Bernie. He'll feed it to Glowacki, covering the bag at first. And a good job there by Bernie and Glowacki. And the putout goes three to one as Jeffrey's retired. But that does get Peyton Flynn over to third base with two gone. Nice work by Glowacki there to get over to first base. Uh, again, timing and issues early in the season. Sometimes pitchers forget to cover, but he was he was over there the minute that ball was hit to that right side. And uh, Bernie was able to feed him and, and give him a good feed to get easy out. Caden Kirschenbaum, first pitch swinging, drives this one to center field. Sherrar back toward the alley, left center field, and briefly bangs off the wall. Makes the catch, Rob Sherrar. The All-American patrolling center field and making the play on a deep drive to the alley left center field. But Kirschenbaum is retired on a flyout as they end up stranding a man. They score a run, and the Mavericks still lead it, though, 13-5 as we head to the bottom of seven. Seventh inning stretch time here at the Diamond of the Bergman Sports Complex. 11th-ranked Colorado Mesa leads Montana State Billings 13-5. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's Maverick Baseball and the team presented by Ken Richards State Farm. Get a quote from Ken by calling 243-1000. Faster, easier, better for you and your teeth. Laser Dentistry lets us take better care of you. 
Hi, this is Dr. Bob Johnson with Horizon Dental Care. With our state-of-the-art Photona Lightwalker Laser, there is less pain, less damage to surrounding tissues, shorter healing times, and better results. Almost every procedure can be done or enhanced with a laser's use. Come experience the evolution of dentistry. Check us out online, horizondentalcaregj.com. Horizon Dental Care, it's not just about teeth. The Grand Valley's Disc Golf Headquarters, Triple Play Records, is proud to announce their new Disc Golf Putting League Monday nights at the Mesa Theater. Have fun, improve your game, and win cash and prizes. One throw could win you $250 or more. Check-ins at 6.30 p.m. with the action starting at 7, and there's something new every week. Get in on the fun. The new Disc Golf Putting League, sponsored by Grand Valley Underground Disc Golf, Mesa Theater, and Triple Play Records. Every Monday night at the Mesa Theater, 538 Main Street, Grand Junction. Team CMU Sports Network, your home for Colorado Mesa sports. Back to the Don of the Bergman Sports Complex, Jim Davis along with Ray McClinnon on the RMAC Network, also on the Team CMU Sports Network. Maverick Baseball presented by Ken Richards State Farm as Mavericks will face a new pitcher. Cole Baker will come on to pitch be the third pitcher of the day for Coach Derek Wadhams and Latin, the uh, Montana State Billings Yellow Jackets. So we'll see Baker come on to pitch. Give you some more info about him in a moment and also the final numbers on Sage Wayman as well. So first pitch in for a strike. I think Montana Sweet. State has a new catcher as well. Looks like number six. No. Can't get that number. Let's see if we can we'll catch it here. That straps the chest protector, and it's hard to pick it out. Josh Roman's at the plate, 12. by the way. Yeah, number 12, Brock Melinda, catching that for Montana State. Pitch clock down to eight. Baker fires, and the lefty misses low, and it's now 3-0. and So I've got a few changes for both teams. 3-0 count, Mavericks up 13-5. We're in the bottom of the seventh as they lead Montana State Billings. 3-0 count, and Romans takes all the way for a strike. Cole Baker, this will be his third appearance of the season. He's worked three and a third. A couple strikeouts, three walks. For the one and five Yellow Jackets of Montana State Billings. Romans takes that one inside for a ball. For Josh Romans, he's scored a run. He's looking for his first hit of the season. 3-2 pitch coming up from Baker. Off speed, swung and a miss by Romans. Was with Weatherford in the Juco World Series last year, and he'll go down swinging, and Baker gets the strikeout. So we'll go through the numbers very quickly for... Wayman. Wayman went three innings, five hits, four runs. Three of those were earned runs. He also had two walks and a strikeout. And first pitch, a ball taken by Brady Webb, who came in to replace Paul Schoenfeld after Paul doubled to the alley in right center field and then pulled up lame as he made the turn at first base and he was running around trying to show Chris Hanks he was okay, and Mark Vig, the first base coach, and and then Skip said, no, 
you're done for the day. We're we have a that time thirteen to four lead. We're we don't need to we don't need to create the scenario of a potential injury here in the first home game of the season. That pitch is in for a strike from Baker, and the count's now two and one. Waits for the pitch on the 2-1 count from Baker. Ground ball. Backhanded by the shortstop. Long throw and a good pick by Naylor at first base. Had a nice play there by Blazik. We've seen him go to the hole very well today. That time he, he was able to reach out, kind of backhanded the ball. Got most of his weight on the right foot there and uh, delivered a good throw. So, somewhat of a good throw. A good low throw, but a good pick there by the first baseman, Jack Naylor. So there's Declan Wiesner. From Castle Rock, who flew out to center field and has walked and scored. He's actually walked twice today, but he had a bases-loaded walk that brought in a run that gave him a ribby. Declan has also popped up to the first baseman as well. First pitch of ball to a right-handed hitting catcher. A little bit of a... Waggle of the bat, and the pitch from Cole Baker drifts outside. It's now 2-0. Mavericks have put up, on the first three innings, two innings apiece through the first three. Then on the fourth, three innings. The fifth inning, put up a three spot, and then they were slacking last inning, only one run last inning. Constant pressure. You'll, you like to see that as a coach, I, I think. Uh, you're going to win a lot of ball games doing that. And, you know, they didn't score a lot of runs on that Florida trip, uh, uh, but uh, they certainly are today. Also face some really good pitching from Rollins College, Florida Southern as well. And it'll be ball four as Wiesner will be aboard with his third walk of the day. And you got to love that, that Declan Wiesner, eight-hole hitter, getting on board, and now we're going to see a pinch runner come in for Wiesner. Kennedy Hara will come on, the sophomore from Hawaii. Played at Mid-Pacific Institute. Mavericks last year, so Kennedy Hara, the 5'8", 190-pounder, will come in to run for Declan Wiesner. And here's Derek Shaver. Shaver, first pitch that he saw. He lined it into left field for a base hit. So replaced Ethan Ezor at third base. Mavericks up 13-5, and Derek will take the first one for a ball. Shaver, a good-sized young man, uh, stands tall there. Swings and hits this one the opposite way, a little tee shot that's going to bounce all the way out to the wall. Right fielder Barnes is going to pick it up, and it's going to bring Kennedy Hara all the way around to come in to score. So a double for Derek Shavers. Coming off the bench for Ethan Ezor. Single, now a double and an RBI. And then he, of course, came around to score in the sixth inning after he singled. But for Derek Shaver, picking up hits number two and three today. Yeah, for Shaver, what a nice swing there. Uh, looked like an off-speed pitch, kind of low and away there. Didn't try to do too much with it. Uh, and, boy, he really drove that, hit that ball very hard into that right center gap. Should say hits number two and three on the season for Derek Shaver. 
So the Mavericks up 14-5, to so they get that run back that they gave up in the top half of the inning. We're in the bottom half of the seventh, Mavericks up 14-5, to and Rob Sherrar at the plate. The third pitcher of the day for the Yellow Jackets. Check second, breaking ball, that misses low and away. And the counts one and one. Once again, Montana State uh, shifting kind of strangely for Rob Sherrard. The second baseman and first baseman are about uh, maybe 20 feet apart uh, with the second baseman very close to first base. First baseman shading the line, and then your shortstop is playing at normal spot. Sherrard takes, and it's now two and one on Rob. Rob today grounded out to first, reached on an air on the second baseman. Hit a little soft ground ball for his first base hit of the day, then popped up to the third baseman, and then had a sack bunt 5-3. to three. Goes the opposite way and lines it at the left fielder Flynn, and that will end the inning as they strand a runner. So Shaver, the former Wichita State standout, or, well, went to Wichita State Grand Junction Tigers standout before he decided to come back home to play for the Mavericks. Shaver with a double and an... Drives in a run as well as the Mavericks lead at 14 to 5 here at the Diamond of the Bergman Sports Complex. The leadoff weekend presented by Courtyard by Marriott as the Mavericks lead Montana State Billings 14 to 5. We'll head to the top of the eighth inning. You're listening to Maverick Baseball and the team presented by Ken Richard State Farm. Get a quote from Ken by calling 243-1000. Discover new opportunities together in a new Chevy. Meet up in an Equinox, winner of the J.D. Power Award for initial quality among compact SUVs. Lend a hand in the strong and capable Silverado. Or mix it up in a high-tech Trax with an available 11-inch diagonal touchscreen. Find family, friends, and fun in the Chevy that's right for you. See Ed Mozart Chevrolet. For J.D. Power 2023 U.S. Initial Quality Study Award information, visit jdpower.com awards. You asked for it. We did it. What do we build at More Storage Sales? The crew will tell you. Shops and garages. More Storage has the best quality and price on the western slope. Carports. There's any size for cars, boats, hay storage, or RVs. Pergolas and awnings. We build pergolas and awnings out of aluminum to last a lifetime. Storage buildings. Custom storage buildings are our specialty. You'll like the way we do business. At More Storage Sales. Welcome back to the Down to the Bergman Sports Complex. Jim Davis along with Ray McClennan on the team. CMU Sports Network also on the RMAC Network. 11th ranked Colorado Mesa leads Montana State Billings 14 to 5. Interesting note, Chris Hanks, of course, there's the jersey out on the the wall, over a 1,000 wins, the most in Maverick history, and first pitch is swung on and missed by Berkeley Barnes. Interesting thing, his 900th win came in 2021, February 26th. We're not quite February 26th yet, but it came against Montana State Billings. How about that? He's on his way to 1,031 wins and change in his career. So Barnes today is 0 for 3. He's blown out to left twice and then has struck out. 
Counts one and two on him. As Tyler Glowacki continues to work. Ground ball ripped sharply foul down the third baseline. The count will hold at one and two. Glowacki has given up a couple of hits and a run so far. He's yet to strike anybody out, but he's also yet to walk anybody. Pitch misses way outside. He tried to throw a fastball there, changing speeds a lot. Does not have the great heater. It's a lot of breaking stuff for the lefty Glowacki. Pitch clock gets down to nine. And that one is laced foul down the third baseline. Hit that one off the handle did Berkeley Barnes. Mentioned he was at Colorado Northwestern Community College before moving on to Montana State Billings. 2-2 pitch coming up from Glowacki. Just missed inside. Count moves to 3-2. and two. Good location from Glowacki, just about low in the strike zone. As a pitcher, if you don't have that high velocity, you've got to kind of nibble at the corners a little bit. He certainly does that. That time came back with a fastball in the outer half, and it's fouled down the right field line by Barnes. Berkeley Barnes from Alpine, Utah. It's this one in the air. Renteria in right field is going to settle under it, and Brett will make the play. He's been busy this afternoon with a few chances out there in right field. Yeah, he sure has. We've seen a lot of flyouts today from this Montana State team. Uh, one of the things that Coach Hanks said that they they were, uh, you know, they were they were a team that could drive the ball out of the park, and and maybe they haven't quite settled into their uh, midseason form yet. Got three home runs coming into the game today here with the Mavericks. Sometimes when hitters play in altitude, they think they can lift the ball and, and have it fly a little further, so they, they take a little dip in their swing. And as a, as a hitter, you got to stay with the same approach all the time, I thought. Good breaking ball from Glowacki for a strike. And how many times do we see that, Ray? Teams come in here for the Junior College World Series where they think, okay, we're at altitude. And they change their approach. That pitch swung on a missed by the eight-hole hitter James Anderson. Well, when you take batting practice in this thin air, sometimes you see balls fly further than you're normally used to, and you think you're going to do that in a ball game, and you just can't change your approach as a hitter. Anderson takes that one for a ball. A little bit high and outside. It's now 2-2 two and two with one gun. Nobody aboard. We're at the top of the eighth inning. Montana State Billings trail the Mavericks 14-5. to Boacki... A ground ball, hit to the shortstop, and he'll load up, and Romans will throw into first base, and he pulls Bernie off the bag at first base. Yeah, the throw just kind of carried, and it must have had a little uh, spin on it or something as he threw that. Uh, I don't know that he quite got it over the top as he tried to rush it, uh, and because he sped his throw up, that, I think, made the, the ball kind of tail a little bit and pulled the first baseman off. Yeah, pulled Max Bernie off the bag at first, so that'll be a throwing error on Romans. The Mavericks' first error of the day with Montana State Billings. They've got three errors today. That pitches in for a strike to the, the new catcher in the game for Montana State Billings. Brock Melinda, the 6'2 junior out of Yakima Valley College. 
from Colbert, Washington. Ball and a strike to him. So lefty-lefty matchup between Glowacki and the backup catcher. Breaking ball swung on and missed. And so the count now one and two. Melinda listed as a utility player. Looking here, I believe this is his first at bat of the season. Takes that pitch for a ball. It's two and two. Glowacki will check first. Bernie will hold the runner there. Another breaking ball that misses outside for Glowacki, and it's now full count three and two. Yes, I do believe for Melinda. I'm looking on here. Melinda does not have an at-bat, so getting his first opportunities today against the Mavericks, and that's going to be a punch-out for Glowacki, a called strike three, as Melinda will go down looking. Two gone. Glowacki gets his first strikeout of the afternoon, and now back to the top of the order to Bodie Wright. That strikeout pitch looked like a fastball, and it looked a lot harder than a lot of the pitches that he'd been throwing. I think that's why he kind of fooled Melinda with it. Uh, he's been soft with everything, soft curveball, soft changeup, and then he pops his fastball in there for strike three. It's actually going to be Parker Belegi from Driggs, Idaho. who's a Treasure Valley Community College who's replaced Bodie Wright at second base. First pitch a ball to him. So it's Belegi now at the plate. Fastball outside from Glowacki. Counts 2-0. and oh. Both CMU and Montana State able to get a lot of players in here. And, and I think early in the season you want to be able to do that so that you can evaluate guys. And, and obviously as the season goes along, you're, you're going to need them. Pitches a ball from Glowacki. It's now three balls and no strikes. Belegi has yet to get a hit this season. He's got seven at-bats. This will be his eighth. Mavericks up 14-5. They'll pick over to first base, and Max Bernie not even playing on the bag, holding the runner, but good foot away from the bag over at first. James Anderson over there after he reached on the air on Romans at shortstop, on the throwing air. And that pitch will be outside for a ball, so Belegi's aboard. So Glowacki gives up the walk. That's the first walk that he has surrendered today for the Mavericks, who continue to lead at 14-5 on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard. We're in the top of the eighth inning. So now we'll have a two-hole hitter. And I believe this is the shortstop still, Zach Blazik, who's had a really good day defensively. Single, sacrifice, fly for a run scored, or did not get a run. He also singled and scored in the fifth inning and flew out to center field. So Blazik behind the count, nothing in two to Tyler Glowacki. Runners at first and second for the Yellow Jackets. Lefty-lefty matchup. And a one-hopper to the first baseman, Bernie. Feeds it to Glowacki, covering the bag at first, and a good job by the tandem as Max Bernie to Glowacki, and the putout goes 3-1. to one. 
And that will end the inning as the Yellow Jackets strand two, and we will go to the bottom half of the eighth. Colorado Mesa, the 11th-ranked Mavericks, lead Montana State Billings 14-5 on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard. We'll take a break. This is Maverick Baseball on the team, presented by Ken Richards State Farm. Get a quote from Ken by going to CoverMeKen.com. There's plenty for the family to do at River City Sportplex. Enjoy the fun of cosmic skating, featuring the light show and live DJ. Cheer on CMU Hockey. Try something new with the Learn to Skate and Learn to Play classes with a figure skater and hockey player in all of us. Get signed up today for the Curling League. Spots are filling up fast. Check out the website for the full list of programs and events at River City Sportplex. Fun for the whole family. Visit RiverCitySportplex.com. What kind of shape are your tires in? Will they get you and your loved ones safely over those mountain passes this season? Better head to Firestone Complete Auto Care and pick out your new snow tires from the best brands in the business. No need to shop around either since Firestone will price match any tire. And they can handle all of your vehicle repairs and scheduled maintenances too. Firestone Complete Auto Care, serving Grand Junction and the Western Slope. Open seven days a week at 607 24 Road, just west of the Mesa Mall. This is Colorado Mesa Baseball on the Team CMU Sports Network. Back at the diamond of the Bergman Sports Complex. Home opener for the Maverick Baseball team as they lead it 14-5 over Montana State Billings. Jim Davis along with Ray McClennan. Thanks for listening on the Team CMU Sports Network today and also on the RMAC Network uh, Catching all the action today from the home opener for the Mavericks. And we'll have a new pitcher in the game. Zane, Zane Baltz will come on to pitch for Montana State Billings. He will be the fourth pitcher of the day for Coach Derek Waddups. Yeah, new hitter for CMU, too. T.J. Ream, number 18. T.J. Ream comes on to hit for the Mavericks. Redshirt sophomore from Chaparral High School. Hales from Parker, Colorado, 6'3", 190. Ream hitting 333. One for three down in Florida. So Ream against Baltz. And Ream, the right-handed batter, takes a big cut at that first pitch from the righty Baltz. Swung on a miss, and he's behind nothing and one. Mavericks up 14-5 here in the bottom of the eighth. A bit of a sidearm delivery from Baltz, and Misses with that pitch, low and away. Like three-quarter look from Zane Baltz. Yeah, certainly unorthodox. A right-hander pitches out of the stretch. That pitch is in for a strike, down around the knees. Baltz comes set uh, kind of a, with a close stance with his uh, left foot closer to third base than it is to be an even with his right foot. Baltz delivers and Ream Rips this one down the left field line. Hits off the screen over there in the batting cage area for the Mavericks. And trying to really pull that ball down the left field line and pulls it foul off the screen. Counts one and two on Ream. Nobody aboard. Ream the first hitter of the inning. Ground ball. Backhanded by Naylor. Hit off his glove and then he tries to feed it to Baltz and kind of threw it behind him and so a little problem on with Naylor, who tried to, like I said, backhand of that ball, Ray, but he kind of kicked off the heel of his glove, and then he picked it up, and and the 
the toss, the underhand toss to Baltz was behind him. Yeah, had, had to go to his backhand and, and uh, again, didn't field it cleanly. So, you, you know, we've, we've seen CMU do a nice job with those uh, type of plays today, but uh, Montana State not able to get the out. So that error will go on the first baseman on Naylor. So fourth error of the day on Montana State Billings. First pitch of ball, second offering a strike to Max Burney, who's taken over at first base for Braden Winget today. Burney flying out to center field back in the sixth inning. Takes the pitch low for a ball. It's 2-1 and one on Max Burney. And you see those four errors up there for Montana State, but uh, you know CMU's done a nice job of putting pressure on them to, to make them make plays. Off-speed pitch that is drilled in the left field. It's going to be cut off by the left fielder, and stopping at third base is going to be the base runner for the Mavericks who slams on the brakes over at third base. Yeah, that's and so, Ream there. That's base. Ream, so it's T.J. Ream who slams on the brakes. Ream in there hitting for Jonathan Gonzalez. And Max Burney with a double. So the Mavericks with another double today. And by the way, Baker, just to give the final numbers on Cole Baker for Montana State Billings, worked an inning, gave up a hit and a run, had a strikeout and a walk as well during his stretch. We've got a pinch hitter here for CMU. Jared Hanks steps to the plate. A very familiar name. Played at Grand Junction High School. Dad might be the head coach of the Maverick baseball team, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty positive of that. It's Jared was an all-Southwestern League player when he played at Grand Junction. Yeah, he sure was. Excellent hitter. I, rem- I remember him well. He was playing for the Tigers when you were coaching the Wildcats. He sure was. Out at Fruita Monument. Three doubles on the day for the Mavericks, by the way, with that double by Max Burney. Yeah, Jared was always a tough out, uh, very good hitter. And for Bernie, it's his first hit of the season, by the way. Jared swings. Hot shot ground ball. DeBlazic, the shortstop, he'll fire onto first base, but it does get the runner over to third, so it also brings in a run as well. As Ream will come in to score, and Max Bernie moves over to third base, so it's now 15-5. to The Mavericks pick up a run here in the... Bottom half of the eighth. And for Jared Hanks, he gets an RBI. He does, yeah. Productive at-bat, and that'll bring another pinch hitter, Max Valdez, for the Mavericks. And for Jared, that's his first plate appearance of the season. So Chris Hanks continues to go to his bench with Max Valdez, the junior from Franktown, Colorado. Is it Regis Jesswood? And takes that second pitch for a ball after the first pitch was a strike from Zane Baltz. Mavericks up 15-5 to on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard. We're in the bottom of the eighth inning against Montana State Billings. Goes the opposite way. Line drive, base hit. Fielded by Berkeley Barnes. That's going to bring in another run for the Mavericks. As Bernie will come in and touch home plate. And so an RBI for Max Valdez. Pitch was a fastball, kind of up and away a little bit. Uh, Got his hands extended and drove it really nicely into right field the opposite way for a nice line drive. 
So now we'll see, once again, Josh Romans. And he'll take the pitch high for a ball. in his last at-bat. Let's see what he did his last. My scorecard's getting a little bit... Uh, I've got a little bit striking out. Struck out the last time, thank you. Yeah, nice block there by the Montana State catcher, Brock Melinda. Fast ball that was in the left-handed batter's box. He was able to reach out and catch it and knock it down with his glove. So Romans replaced Joey Blank as the shortstop hitting in Renteria's spot, and Josh will let this one foul down the right field line and out of play. So I get a, I'm getting a very messy score sheet here, and good thing we have electronic backup, too. That's what happens when you score 16 runs. Mavericks lead it 16-5. to five. They've pounded out 18 hits today, 9 for Montana State Billings. Romans with a 3-1 count on him. One gone. And a runner at first base from the Mavericks. Romans takes that one inside for a ball. So Josh Romans, after he struck out back in the sixth inning, gets a walk here. And that will move Max Valdez over to second base. And so I have another, actually we've got, uh, pardon me, it's a, uh, left fielder Brady Webb who's now at the plate and Webb will take that one for a strike Webb right handed hitter against the right handed pitcher Zane Baltz that pitch drifts way outside for Baltz. And the count's a ball and a strike. Webb steps out of the batter's box, will step back in. Baltz delivers. Swung on and lifted down the right field line out of play. Brady Webb coming in for Paul Schoenfeld after Paul doubled and then made the turn at first base and then had to go back and sit down near the bag at first because it was some cramping or what, but then Chris Hanks decided it was time to take him out of the game. Pitches in the dirt, rolls away from the catcher, and the runners move up 90 feet. One of the things you get to see as a coach in a ball game like this is how, how your kids, uh, your character and things like that. And, uh, you know, you like to see young guys step up. Both teams are, are subbing quite freely at this point, so you're trying to find some combinations that, that may help you later in the season. Um, and, and CMU is doing a nice job of continuing to keep the, the pressure on and score runs. Webb swings, ground ball through the right side. That's a base hit for Brady Webb. And that's going to bring in Valdez with another run. Now 17-5 to the score as Valdez comes in to score. And Brady Webb gets his first base hit of the day and an RBI as well. So Webb with the base hit. I believe that is his first hit of the season as well. 
Yeah, nice crisp ground ball through between the first baseman and the second baseman there. Well hit. Uh, took a, a pitch that was probably low and away. Looked like a fastball. And didn't try to do too much with it. Didn't try to pull it or anything like that. Just drove it the opposite way uh, for, for a base hit, for his first base hit. Something you always remember as a, a CMU baseball player. So now it's Kennedy Har at the plate for the Mavericks, who came in as a pinch runner. Previous that pitch is in the dirt. That's going to bring in another run as it bounces away from the catcher, and another run will score for the Mavericks. Josh Romans comes in to score. And the Mavericks now lead at 18-5 as the unforced stairs mistakes continue. The wild pitch from Zane Baltz leads to another Maverick run. A challenging pitch to try to block. Uh, looked like Montana State catcher. Didn't quite get both knees down on the ground as he tried to block that pitch. Uh, looked like one, his right knee was up in the air. It's very difficult to, to square a ball up by doing that. Kennedy Har, this is his seventh at-bat of the season. Swings and hits a big high chopper to the shortstop. Blazik will throw on to first base for the second out. So Hara grounds out 4-3. to three. And now of another pinch hitter this time for Declan Weezer, Kyle Miller, the junior from Pueblo East High School, will come in to hit. So Miller on the season, getting his first opportunity at the plate. Chris Hanks is definitely emptying the tank, emptying the bench here with... Necessarily emptying the tank, that'd be emptying the bullpen, but emptying the bench up 18-5. to five. Well, it's a good situation. Again, a good opportunity for him to, for him to see some of these guys in action. Miller swings and fouls back. He's a tall, powerfully built guy. He's got a little bit on the lanky side, but uh, could put some. Definitely uh, has the kind of frame to put even more muscle on at six five. Yeah, they've got him listed as a right-handed pitcher as well. Miller takes it outside for a ball. And catcher able to smother the baseball. Kyle has made an appearance on the mound out in Florida. 3.60 ERA made the one appearance and started the game or started the game out in Florida. 18 to 5 our score. Waves at that pitch. And the counts 1 and 2 was Zane Baltz getting ahead of Kyle Miller. Mavericks with a runner over at third base, up 18-5 on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard. Breaking ball, swung on a missed. Miller's going to strike out, and that will end the inning as the Mavericks will strand a runner, but they score four runs here in the bottom half of the eighth as Chris Hanks empties the bench, and the Mavericks with an 18-5 lead on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard over Montana State Billings. We'll go to the top of the ninth inning here at the Diamond of the Bergman Sports Complex. 11th ranked cover to Mesa leads Montana State Billings 18-5. This is Maverick Baseball on the team presented by Ken Richards State Farm. Get a quote from Ken by calling 243-1000. Are you thinking about using your tax refund towards a new vehicle? What if I told you you don't have to wait? Hi, this is Trish. For years, Modern Classic Motors has been helping turn that tax refund into an easy down payment as soon as you get your W-2. We do your taxes. You tell us how much of your refund you want to use. We match your refund up to $2,500 and you start enjoying your new car right away. So don't wait. Come pick out a certified pre-owned vehicle from our huge inventory and start enjoying your new vehicle now. 
Hey, Maverick fans, be sure to swing by your local Pizza Hut after the game to celebrate today's big win. Get a large pizza with up to three toppings for only $10. Don't forget to add your favorite order of wings covered in one of our nine signature sauces. Order online at PizzaHut.com. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Mav fans dig the long ball. CMU Baseball on Colorado's sports leader, the team. So we'll have another pitcher in for the Mavericks. Jordan Ellison will come on to pitch. Right-handed pitcher from Bel Air, Kansas, from Barton Community College. 6'3", 220, so he will come on to pitch for the Mavericks. And for Jordan Ellison, this will be his first time on the bump this season for the Mavericks. And I believe we also have a change over at third base. I believe that is Kyle Miller that's over playing third, playing Derek Shaver. And the Montana State hitter is number 26, Cola. Ayala. That is Cole Ayala. So Ayala from Fontana, California. And for Ayala, he has picked up a hit. He's one for five with a run scored this season. Behind one and two to Ellison. And that's going to be in for a called strike three. Then ball got dropped momentarily by the Mavericks catcher. And then he has to quickly put the tag on him. But goes to the strikeout for Ellison. So, Ayala strikes out. We'll have another pinch hitter. And this is going to be Lane Seam from Great Falls, Montana. So, he's 6'3", and a freshman. And he is yet to pick up a hit this season. Three at-bats coming in for the right-handed hitter. Here's Ellison's pitch. Got the long blonde locks. Does Ellison as he delivers, and the pitch... It's a ball and a strike. Said so both teams have emptied the benches of the Mavericks up 18 to 5 here. Breaking ball. That's in for a called strike. It's one and two. Ellison's looked good so far. Ellison, the the third pitcher of the day for the Mavericks. Wears back and delivers a fastball that misses way outside. Counts two and two. Two and two on Lane Seam. Waves at that pitch, change of speeds, look like a breaking ball, and it's a strikeout, back-to-back strikeouts here in the ninth inning. So we'll see yet another pinch hitter for Montana State Billings. Now stepping in is Caden Bertram, the 6'3 first baseman from Beaverton, Oregon. And the first pitch is in for a strike from Jordan Ellison. Right-handed pitcher gets the sign. Kicks and delivers. Fastball thrown by the swinging bat of Bertram, and he's behind 0-2. This is up in the zone. Above the letters, and the counts, one ball and two strikes with two gone. Mavericks with a commanding 18-5 lead here on the top of the ninth over Montana State Billings. 
Ellison tries to get him to chase that one on a breaking ball outside. Bertram doesn't bite, and the count's two and two. Deuces wild, two balls, two strikes, two outs. Mavericks trying to finish off this one today. Strikeout by Ellison as he strikes out the side, coming in for the Mavericks. So Colorado Mesa with the victory today, 18-5. For the Mavericks, 18 runs, 18 hits, one error. For Montana State Billings, five runs, nine hits, and four errors today as the Mavericks dominate the Yellow Jackets in the home opener here at the Diamond of the Bergman Sports Complex. Mavericks win at 18-5. Our postgame show coming up next. You're listening to Maverick Baseball on the team, presented by Ken Richard State Farm. Get a quote from Ken by calling 243-1000. In sports, you need a good game plan, one that takes every possibility into account so you're ready if things don't go your way. You need the same kind of plan when it comes to your insurance. At Kenodin Associates Insurance, they have an all-star lineup of over 30 top companies on their team. They'll help you draw up a winning game plan that provides the protection you need for all the important things in your life. Kenodin Associates Insurance and Palisade. Here yesterday, here today, and here tomorrow. Give them a call at 464-5661. Biff here with Eyewitness News. Every election year, there's a lot of talk about term limits. Throw the rascals out, some say. Regardless of politics, there's one place where term limits are a necessity. Your septic tank. After four years of hard duty, it's time to call Goodwin Septic Tank Service. Those famous trucks with the skunk logo represent all that's good about America. They'll give you a fresh start and help maintain your approval rating in the neighborhood. Don't let your system exceed its term limit. Call Goodwin Septic Tank Service at 243-2783. Goodwin's is the way to go. This is Tyler. He's finishing his graduate degree while working as a barista. So he turned to Credit Union of Colorado to get a credit card to help buy books, mobile banking and automatic bill pay for his hectic life, and a great car loan so he can drive from school to work faster than you can say. Double shot, no whip, extra hot, one pump vanilla latte. Credit Union of Colorado. Whatever's brewing in your life, we're here to help. Visit cuofco.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Do you have electrical issues? No problem, because Barnes Electric is on the job for you. Whether it's wiring a new addition to your house, improving the wiring in your home like they did for me, or upgrading your business, call the professionals at Barnes Electric at 242-6473. Barnes Electric is a proud sponsor of high school youth and compromise the sports in the Grand Valley, and they want to wish the best of luck to all of our dedicated student-athletes. Barnes Electric, 2811 Riverside Parkway in Grand Junction. Give them a call, 242-6473. The Team CMU Sports Network wraps up your Colorado Mesa baseball coverage with the Maverick Clubhouse Show. One one, and this ball is flat out, hammered, and gone. CMU Baseball on the team is brought to you by Ken Richards State Farm Insurance. Text Ken SF to three six two six zero for more information. This is CMU Baseball on the Team CMU Sports Network. And welcome back to the Diamond, the Bergman Sports Complex. Jim Davis along with Ray McLennan. Mavericks win the home opener today over Montana State Billings 18-5. Down to the field, Ray McLennan with Liam Hohenstein, our winning pitcher today. All right, thanks, Jim. Uh, I'm down here on the field with uh, Liam Hohenstein. And uh, first off, congratulations. Uh, here, here's the, I got you for numbers here. Six innings pitched, uh, seven hits, four in runs, two walks, two strikeouts. Uh, 
and you got the win. I believe that's your second win of the season. Is that correct? That is correct, yes. Right. Well, well, first off, talk a little bit about your approach today. A little cooler, I'm sure, than it was down in Florida. Uh, talk a little bit about your preparation for today and, and some of the pitches that you threw. Uh, I had a slow start today. I was feeling a little tired, a little sluggish, but uh, I just in the, in the dugout, all my friends were with me to help me out, and I, uh, I got going again, so I started feeling a lot better after that. Yeah, we noticed in about the third inning, you kind of sped your tempo up a little bit. Was that uh, something that you planned to do? Yes, that was intentional just to get my, uh, all my mechanics going well. I was lagging around with my arm a little bit. Right, and tempo is so important. So we're, we're still early in the season here. You know, mechanically, sometimes it's hard to get kind of adjusted and kind of get going and, and, and to feel like you're in the groove here. How, how, do, you, how do you feel so far uh, the first two outings? Uh, not bad. I mean, I, I like to win, so the wins were pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, and it was. And I thought, uh, you, you know, your offense was good. They scored in every inning. Uh, and obviously to go out there and pitch when you, when you have a lead and when you, you're confident that your guys are going to score runs, that makes it a little bit different to where you can give up a run and still feel good about that. Talk a little bit about this offense here today. Oh, it was monumental what they did today. It put everyone at ease, and it took a lot of the pressure off of me because that game could have gone out of hand pretty easily if the offense didn't come into play. But they came, and they performed fantastic. 18 runs up there. <laughs> yeah, they certainly did. Well, Liam, congratulations, and uh, I know we probably won't see you the rest of this series, but we'll look forward to seeing you down the road. All right, thank you, sir. Appreciate it. You bet. All right, Jim, back up to you. All right, maybe uh, we'll see if he can get Chris Hanks or not, uh, see if uh, Skip can come over for just a minute if possible. But uh, Liam Hohenstein, right. the great victory. I'll try to get Coach Hanks here. He's down there working on home plate right now, so he's got a shovel in his hands. We'll see if he can put the shovel down for a moment and, and talk to Ray McClennan. Let's go through the numbers very quickly. Uh, but Liam Holmstein gets the, the win today. He's uh, 2-0. Now back down right. to Ray McClennan. All right. I've got Coach Hanks here. He's working on the field, doing a nice job. Uh, hey, we, we did notice a Baltimore chop that got those first few runs in there. Uh, we, we noticed that it's a little harder around home plate than normal this time of year. Yeah, that's what we're working on. I mean, it helped us, but those come back to bite you later, too. And so we want to take care of that. You don't want a game to be won or lost with that. But we, we can fix that. Well, I noticed today, and congratulations on the win, first off. Uh, we, we noticed today, you know, not a lot of the fireworks, the big long balls or anything like that, but a good steady performance by your offense. I thought you ran the bases well. You bunted for hits. You did a lot of little things uh, that, that make, a, make a win and a winning team, uh, you know, go well. What, talk, talk a little bit about that, please. Yeah, we're not too concerned about the home run. We don't want to get uh, locked into that. or I mean, that always disappears at the wrong time. Uh, but we need to be able to manufacture runs with the running game, the short game, uh, you know, and timely hits and base hits, and just let the the magic, the the big things happen, you know, organically. I guess if that's a good word for it. So yeah, I was really pleased with with that aspect of things. Defensively, I thought you guys were good there. I think you had one error is all, and and did it did a good job of again putting pressure on them to force them to make mistakes. Uh, um, you know, it's early in the season here. You got a chance to see a lot of guys play today. Talk a little bit about uh, your, your approach there. Well, yeah, you know, we I think we have very good depth on the team, both on the mound and positionally, and one of the hardest things is making a lineup every day. So we've told the guys that, you know, if you, if you want to be an everyday guy, you got to be a dominant guy on a regular basis. And if not, we got a lot of good players, and guys want to play, need to play. And so I anticipate here in the early part of the season even uh, maybe splitting some games at positions just based on, We've set the guys up for that. You know, we, we may take you out after five. It doesn't mean you, you, you stink out there, but we're going to try to get everybody some at-bats and find a spark. And certainly you look good today. Well, Coach, congratulations. I'll let you get back to working on your field here. Uh, 
and look forward to seeing you down the road. Thanks, Ray. All right, Jim, back to you. All right, Ray McClendon down with Liam Hohenstein, winning pitcher for the Mavericks today, and also the skipper, Chris Hanks. Uh, quickly for Montana State, Billings are now 1-6. and six. Uh, Zach Blazik, uh, really good at shortstop today defensively and a good offensive day, 2-for-4 with a couple of runs scored. Um, with, and so he had that along with an RBI today. Jack Naylor was 2-for-4 uh, with a run scored today as well for uh, Montana State Billings. Caden Kirschenbaum, who uh, really flashed the leather over at third base at times today. Kirschenbaum 1-for-4 with a run scored today as they picked up nine hits today. Uh, for Montana State Billings, Ryan Cross took the loss today. They used four pitchers. Cross went three innings, gave up ten hits, nine runs all earned with four walks and a strikeout. For the Mavericks today, Jonathan Gonzalez, heck of a day. Gonzalez off to a red-hot start, four for five today. He scored two runs, and he had an RBI. Also, um, a three-for-three three day for Ethan Nunez, who uh, scored two runs as well and had an RBI. Uh, Paul Schoenfeld, before he left with that leg injury, three-for-three three today with had three RBIs, and he also scored a couple of runs. And then off the bench, Derek Shaver, the former Grand Junction Tiger, two-for-two two today. Knocked in a run, also had a double and a run scored, and Shaver playing a mean air rake down there working on the field. But uh, Liam Hohenstein, six innings, seven hits, four runs, all earned, two walks and two strikeouts. Mavericks get the win today to improve 2-3-2 and two on the season. So the series continues tomorrow here at uh, the Diamond of the Bergman Sports Complex as the Maverick baseball team takes on the Yellow Jackets tomorrow. And you can catch uh, all the action on the RMAC Network. But uh, tomorrow, the Mavericks uh, will square off against um, Montana State Billings tomorrow. And uh, first game is at noon. That is a doubleheader, by the way, here at the Diamond at the Bergman Sports Complex. For Ray McClendon, I'm Jim Davis. Thanks for joining us. Mavericks dominate Montana State Billings. are now uh, 18-5 and all-time against Montana State Billings. And what do you know? That's the final score today. 18-5, to the Mavericks beat the Yellow Jackets. Thanks again for joining us, and uh, don't forget we'll have Maverick basketball tomorrow night when Colorado Mesa takes on Colorado School of Mines. Our pregame starts at 5.15 for that tomorrow night. Coming up tonight on the team, it's high school basketball, Fruto Monument at Central. Coverage starts at 5.15. We'll take a break. Go back to our studios. Tyler Franzen will wrap it up from the team sports desk. Thanks for listening to Maverick Baseball on the team, presented by Ken Richards State Farm. Get a quote from Ken by calling 243-1000.